expected. Honda generators all have easy starting, dependable Honda engines to keep the power going. Get turned on to a Honda generator from Jack's Outdoor Gear in Broomfield. And enjoy for home or play. Visit jacksmercantile.com. Hey, it's Mark Mosher for Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th, and right now, they're overstocked and need to clear out the lots. Buy a vehicle from them this weekend, and they will pay off your trade. Get up to $10,000 off MSRP on a brand-new 2018 Titan, just like I did. I-25 to 104th, online at LHMNissan104.com. Driven by you. Stock number DN1691, last date of NJN5, 169.99, MSRP 46,850, sale price 36,850. Dealer retains all rebates, OAC plus tax title license, and includes 599 dealer handling fee offer. Imagine an arts festival where all the art is $100 or less. The 7th Annual Affordable Arts Festival is this Sunday from 9 to 3 on the Arapahoe Community College campus in Littleton. 160 artists from Colorado and the country will sell their art for $100 or less, including several pieces originally priced at $3,000 or more. Plenty of free parking, so come early for the best deals. Admission is $10. Proceeds go to the ACC Foundation for Student Scholarships. For more information, go to Affordable artsfestival.com KKSE Parker Denver home of the Nuggets home of the Avalanche Altitude 950 Denver's all sports station yeah baby a lot of football live from training camp 2018 Altitude 950 is on the case presented by Honda Power Sports the Urology Center of Colorado and Brandon Company let's go let's go let's go run the hit and the Vic Lombardi show starts now the shot of 30,000 tonight, and Dogs as well standing, and that is strike three, ball game over. So the Rockies bounce back nicely after losing 4-3 last night with a tiny 6-2 victory. John Gray gets the victory, he's 10-7. You have Jacob Nix takes the loss, he's 1-2, nine straight victories for the Rockies when John Gray takes the baseball. That ties the club record, also set by Ubaldo Jimenez back in 2010. Great night all the way around the Rockies, 12 games above 500. That's amazing. Nine straight wins when John Gray takes the ball. Welcome to the Vic Lombardi Show. Look at it outside today compared to yesterday. Is it just a coincidence that the Rockies won a game last night and the fog clears, the morning beauty is out, the sun shines on the mile-high city, Traffic is not that congested at all. It's a beautiful day here in the Rocky Mountains. Welcome to the Vic Lombardi Show with H.W. Manchester, Jesse Trujillo, and Marty O. Now, that's more like it. That's how you play the San Diego Padres. You you hold them under your thumb for the majority of the game. Yeah, and Drew used the word tidy in that uh, call that we played. That's how it felt. It just was like, all right, this was efficient. In control. In control. In control. It was uh, it was a much needed uh, bounce back after the uh, disappointment uh, of Game One of the series. And what would a Rockies game be without giving up a first inning run? Yes, yeah, it, uh, that uh, trend continued, but uh, fortunately it didn't turn into the uh, the big hole it has been for other pitchers. John Gray nipped it in the bud, and the Rockies were fine. And now for the thing that annoys me more than anything in life: day game for the Rockies, not broadcast on television. You know how much that troubles me. So, I want to keep tabs of this baseball team. Wait a minute. We're making the list of things that annoy Vic. 
Well, just me personally. That's number one. It may not annoy you. In life? It may not. I want to watch Rockies games. I'm hooked, line, and sinker. I'm all in. Once again, it's on MLB Network. Oh, okay. Never mind. Biggest stories of last night, in my opinion, are the redemptions of John Gray and Ian Desmond. Well, John Gray continues to redeem. That guy got sent to AAA, and he's won nine in a row, or the team has. And Ian Desmond, guys, he had the key hit. And we'll get yeah. to it, but he had the hit that kind of made you feel like, okay, they're going to win this baseball game. I just wish he and Desmond were a little more talkative in his post-game interview last night. thought he was a little brief. I could Quick. care less what he says in his post-game you interview. Couldn't. I'm, you couldn't care less. I could not care less. I'm more concerned with what he does on the field. He was two for three, drove in his 69th run. See, I, I, care nice. about, I care about post-game interviews because that's what I do for a living. I really don't care. I know. One word answers. Fine. What it drove he, me crazy. He, I would prefer that he's a little bit more engaging and that he gives us some tidy, nice sound bites for the show, but uh, I couldn't care less. Could not care less. All you care about is whether or not he will produce on the on the diamond, and I give well, that that's to number one. The frustrating thing, Vic, and I saw you tweet it, was the stupid Diamondbacks. Mm-hmm. They just win. Mm-hmm. One five one last night. Yeah. It's going to be tough to catch them unless you take care of business on your own. And they will play the Diamondbacks two more times, correct? Two more series against the Diamondbacks. Yeah, so, but you're right. It's the head-to-head that it's going to come down yes, to. Yes, and it should. It should. Remember when the Diamondbacks owned the Rockies for a while and then the tables turned? Didn't they win like eight or nine straight at Coors Field? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the tables suddenly turned and the Rockies pulled off four or five in a row? So that's how momentum works, especially in baseball. It's a sneaky big game today. One, you don't want to lose a series to San Diego. San Diego's bad. But Arizona doesn't play today. So you can get yourself to within one game heading into the weekend, as opposed to being two back. It's a, It just feels like more than a one-game difference to me. It's a sneaky big game down at Coors Field today. How did the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers perform last night? The uh, Cardinals went in yes. there and swept them. Yes. Dodgers are melting, guys. Either that or the Cardinals just can't lose anymore. Both could be happening. Yeah, I think I think both things are true. And the Cardinals are here this weekend. That's a huge series, too. Very much so. Yeah. Especially after they took three or four from the Rockies in St. Louis a couple weeks back. So Rockies owe them one. And you know 20th and Blake will be all red. Be annoying. Oh, God, yes. It'll be all the... Ben Hockman's of the world down yes. there just running around. Hey, it's great. I live in Wash Park and I drink craft beer and I hike and I root for my Cardinals. Exactly. Well, what's the difference between that and, oh. and Cubs fans? They're the, sa- they're the same people. They're the exact same people. Hmm. There's uh, zero difference. There's zero difference. Is there a difference between Cubs and Cardinals fans invading Coors or say Mets fans, Boston fans? Oh yeah. There's what's a, the difference? There's a d- definitive difference between Midwest guy and East Coast. Well, tell guy. me that. Please explain. Midwest guy is going to be a little more friendly. Mm-hmm. East Coast mm-hmm. guy is going to be a little more brash, a little more mm-hmm. mouthy. Yeah. He's going to talk about all the things their teams have won. Mm-hmm. Midwest guy, you're going to almost like, I kind of like this dude. Yeah. But why is he wearing all the red? And why does he act mm-hmm. like St. Louis is the greatest place on the face of the earth when people are leaving there in droves? Yeah. Uh, he's, he's, he's that guy. There, it's, it's a fine line, but it's right, really so, about so attitude. Who, who's more annoying? Mets guy? Or Cubs guy, Cardinals guy. <laughs> they, 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 call, they call themselves but the see, best fans in baseball. Well, hold on. If you have to call yourself that, you're the worst fans. Well, in when baseball. I when I close my eyes, my eyes are closed right now. I can't believe I'm doing talk radio with my eyes closed. This has never been done before. I'm closing my eyes, and I'm envisioning 
Cardinals fans at Coors Field. I'm, they're in my eyes right now. I see old people. That's what I see. I don't see young people. I see old people. Like really old. That's what I see. Maybe, maybe in St. Louis, cause they're just still living. I just see a bunch there. of old people. I think you're seeing like old Jack Buck. That's what I just, you're I, that's what I see. When I think of a Cardinals fan, I think of an old person. Here, here's how you need to evaluate. Who do you find more annoying? Benjamin Hockman or Nate Kreckman? <laughs> Flip a coin. <laughs> it's clearly Nate Kreckman. And they're I like mean, best that's not friends. close. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Cause they're the same people. Yeah. All right. Well, great. We'll, uh, we'll put the annoyance meter on the remaining games. The only difference is one drinks old style, one drinks, drinks bud. That's it. That's the, that's the difference between Cub fan and Cardinal fan. Big day for, uh, Pat Bolin and Hall of Fame. We'll get into that coming up here on big news right now. What are the headlines? The big story we're following this morning. What caught everyone's attention? The big news right now. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. And Desmond hits his ball deep to right field, Ray's back, and it is off the very top of the road. Two runs are going to score. Desmond headed towards third, and he is safe with a triple. And the Rockies lead it five to one. And the Rockies win it 6-2 over the Padres, back to 12 games above 500. Bud Black especially impressed with his pitchers, primarily John Gray, who did his part. It was a solid win, I think, and we've talked about it, you know, moving forward. And, you know, you like to have those types of games, you know, the entire season where, you know, it sort of lines up and the guys do their thing. And and when you win, uh, that's what happens. And tonight, O did a nice job. Otto went one, two, three. Oberg went uh, one, two, three in a four-run game. You know, it was solid. It was solid pitch game by us. You realize there's a Broncos game tomorrow night. Boy, caught us early, didn't it? Broncos depart today for the East Coast. They will play in the nation's capital against those Washington Redskins. Oh, we got about four or five guys down. We've got uh, Fumagalli down. Dillman's down, Marcus Rios is down, uh, Knapp's down, Sam Jones is down, Sewell Cravens is down, and uh, Ron Leary should be a game-time decision. Anybody healthy to play this game? There's a lot of guys that are down. My goodness. Down but not out. Like, down is in hurt or down is in depressed? It could Which be down both. is it? They could go hand in hand. Pretty sad. They're not mutually exclusive. By the end of today, I'm not sure what the deadline is, if there is a deadline, the five-person Hall of Fame committee, contributors committee, will decide who will enter the Hall of Fame as a contributor. Will it be Pat Bolin? Well, it's, it's, it's obviously Buzz, and he's, he's obviously, uh, deserving, you know, of the, of the honor, so hopefully he gets it. Well, did again, he just use the word deservant. Did he just make that up? I don't know if he said deservant or deserving. I think he said deservant. Well, we, we, we may have to splice that. How many times you mess up couldn't care less? <laughs> Understand. And I, I own it. Yes. You're deserving. I'm not inventing words. You're deserving of some criticism. <laughs> it's funny too. He gets tossed the softball of all softballs. Does Pat Bowen deserve <laughs> to be in the Hall of Fame? And he stumbles over it. Come on, VJ. Uh, you know my favorite. Of course fa- he deserves to be. My there. favorite soundbite of the week <laughs> is this is now as we await the biggest golf match in years. Phil versus Tiger, winner take all, nine million dollars on the line, and Lefty's already begun his trash talk. 
years, for many years, he is, uh, he's gotten the better of me, right? But Friday night, it's going to be the easiest uh, 10 mil I've ever made. <laughs> There's that media laugh. <laughs> yeah. And I also like that this trash talk involved telling you, uh, hey, Tiger has owned me. Yes, he has. Good admission, yeah. Phil. He's probably made more than nine million with your help. Yeah. Well, and do you think the ten was uh, accidental? I think that means there's a million dollar side bet. That's what I think that means. If you don't think there's a side bet between these two, you don't know these two. Yeah, yeah. but they can't get the number right. You're right. You hear right. a lot of nine million, a lot of ten million. There's a lot more money at stake. Put it that way. Finally, Urban Meyer suspension come down yesterday. Three games for the Ohio State football coach. Urban Meyer is suspended through September 2nd, 2018, and for the games on September 1st, 8th, and 15th. Meyer will forego pay for that period of time. Well, we'll break that down. Was it enough? Was it too much? Do you care? One of the biggest names in college football down for three games after that investigation unveils a lot of wrongdoing. A lot. We'll get into that. Plus, I have a solution. In fact, I have an idea. I can't believe I haven't thought about this before today. In fact, I'm ashamed with myself that I haven't thought about this. So I told you how the Rockies game is not being broadcast on AT&T Sportsnet today. It is on MLB Network. Joined in progress. Yeah. Forget all that. Which means the Rockies will be down 2 nothing. I point. have the solution for those of us who want to keep tabs with the Rockies this afternoon at Coors Field. That's coming up next in our Piping Hot Takes. Denver's All Sports Station, Altitude 950. It's hot, really hot. But during the summer clearance event at Medved Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, the offers on new vehicles are even hotter. Get financing as low as 0% APR up to 72 months on select Ram trucks for those who qualify. Monthly finance charge equals $1,389 per thousand financed. When you're hot, you're hot. And when you're not, you're not. But all you money let's roll them again. When you're hot, you're hot. Go to Medved Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram.com and click on the specials button. When you're hot, you're hot. <laughs> when you're not, you're not. Method is hot. Just minutes south of Lincoln on the I-25 corridor, depart the 181 ramp Castle Rock. Online at medvedchryslerdodgejeepram.com. Oh, when you're hot, you're hot. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. And Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. Hey, Abs fans, it's Mark Mosier, voice of your Colorado Avalanche. He scores! Yeah, he He's bombed in the neutral zone! For the price of a cup of coffee per day, you can get season tickets for your Colorado Avalanche with an icebreaker membership. There's a dog pile on the captain! A dog pile! He threw it from inside of his own blue line! Visit coloradoavalanche.com for more information and go Abs! 
I know it sounds funny, but if you like to go big, then you need to think mini, like Shop Mini. Make the 2019 Mini Countryman Hybrid your new car. With more room to fit more friends, more style, and more British refinements, you will be completely fulfilled in the go big category. Because it's a hybrid, the Countryman will get you big miles for less, and you'll also get all the tax credits on top of the already great Shop Best price. So, if you want to go big, and trust me, you do, see what the Countryman Hybrid is all about at shopmini.com. You still driving trucks for a living? Yeah, but I'm never home, and it's getting old with me and my family. How long are you gone? At least two to three weeks at a time. Huh. You know, my brother drives for Safeway, and they're looking for a few drivers. How's he like it? Well, he really seems to be happier than he was at his last driving job. Do you happen to know what their requirements are or what they pay? Well, I know that you're over 21 and have a Class A CDL. Yes, sir. And I bet you have at least two years of all-season and mountain driving experience. That I do. My brother doesn't do long hauls, and he's back home at the end of his shift. He says he's going to retire working for Safeway. Sounds great. He also told me the new starting pay is $25.56 an hour, with a potential bonus of up to $12,500. Plus, they offer a great benefits package. Wow. Can we call your brother so I can apply? No need. Just log on to SafewayDenverDC.com and fill out the application. Hang on. I'm pulling up their website on my phone. Did you say SafewayDenverDC.com? Yep, that's it. Thanks, man. My family will be so happy if I get this job. Get to Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino in Santa Fe on August 25th to see one of the greatest bands of all time, War. September 21st, laugh out loud with comedy legend Arsenio Hall. And all this month, Buffalo Thunder has your chance to win one of four Nissan Kicks and your share of over $500,000. Book your Santa Fe getaway now at buffalothunderresort.com and come be our guest. At Buffalo Thunder. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. There are a couple accidents on the drive right now. One is eastbound C-470 just past Wadsworth. The right lane is blocked. Traffic is brought to you by CeCe's New Endless Pan Pizzas. Now on the buffet, two separate accidents reported northbound I-25 at Park Avenue. You have a delay eastbound I-76 with a crash between Wadsworth and Sheridan off to the right shoulder. Now at CeCe's New Endless Meat Eater and Supreme Pan Pizzas on the buffet starting at just $5.99 only at CeCe's. Prices and participation vary. Restrictions apply. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Down the line, extra bases for Tony Walters. Desmond heading towards third. Long left for Reyes. Desmond's going to score easily. Uh-oh, here goes Tony. Another trip down for Tony. His fourth triple of the year, the Rockies take a two to one lead. That dude has the best nickname on this team. Tony Three Bags. Hey, what up, Tony Three Bags? Tony Walters with another triple last night. You start an inning with a triple, you better score runs. And they scored enough. They scored enough to beat the Padres six two back of the W column. Unfortunately, the Diamondbacks won last night. Dodgers lose. As Manchester pointed out, Rockies have a chance to make some progress on that deficit today because the Diamondbacks are off. So they win today, they finish the day a game out. Yeah, go into the weekend one game out. Uh, that just feels a whole heck of a lot better. Who's Arizona got this weekend? We need to we need to look ahead to that. And the games in hand will finally be not a thing. If you win today, wait a minute. You're what are you seventy and fifty-seven, and Arizona seventy-one and fifty-six? What are you? What, what are we going to do during that segment where we break down the standings? 
We won't have a lot to do. <laughs> who do the Who do the Diamondbacks have this weekend? Uh, That's the Mariners. The Rockies have the Cardinals coming into town, but as that 46 game stretch showed us, that's mm-hmm. nothing to worry about. It's good. It's fine. Well, the Play Diamondbacks have the Mariners, who are a good team. Play better teams. Play the good ones. Play as good as you can get. It's a big game for two reasons today. One, it gets you within a game of first place heading into the weekend. But it's also the rubber match against the dog butt Padres. You can't lose to the Padres. No, you can't. Coming up a little bit later, we'll visit with sports psychologist Travis Heath at 9 a.m. At 9.30, we're going to turn our attention to some college football. guy calling the CSU-Hawaii game this weekend. CSU starts football this weekend, believe it or not, against Hawaii. Uh, Aaron Taylor is on that call from uh, CBS Sports Network. He'll join us at 9.30. Right now, let's get to it. Hot takes. I am the greatest. Because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. It's this hot take. Oh, they're piping hot today. Are they ever? Did you notice something about that Rockies game last night that caught my attention immediately and sort of bothered me throughout the entire broadcast to the point where I had to grind my teeth a little bit? Did you guys notice what I noticed? Anybody? Anybody on this show? I don't know what you noticed. Did you guys watch the game? Yes. Of course. It was bring your dog to the game night. Uh, Bark at the park. I didn't like the dumb dog in Hard Knocks either, and I guarantee you I'm the only person who thought that. Dogs shouldn't be just roaming the halls, walking into the GM's office and the coach's office. Sorry, Vic. Well, it's not about that. It's not about that. It's about what is right and what is wrong when it comes to animals at sporting events, animals in general. Why do we have this pro-dog penchant in this society? When When is cat night at course? I don't know. I'd like to, I'd like to know. How about bird night? I'll bring Millie. How about goats? When can I bring my goat or my chickens? Neighbor has chicken. When can I bring chickens to the ballpark? If I brought a chicken to Coors Field today, would I be able to gain entrance? Would, would I be kicked out of the park? You're hot taking dogs. I'm not hot taking dogs. I'm just wondering yeah, no, he is. what animal does it? Can I bring a chicken to Coors Field on the day they have a dog day? Dude, it's bark at the park. It's fun. I get it. I get Relax. it. But I'm just saying, why does it stop at dogs? It's a man's it, best it, friend. It, it who, does who made seem that like call? They're discriminating against cat owners. I'm upset. I mean, Julie's crying right now. Can I bring my canary? If I have a goat, why can't I bring my goat to bring your dog night? If he's domesticated and he's on a leash, why not? That's my, that's not my hot take, believe it or not. My hot take is pretty simple. Today's game not broadcast locally, broadcast on MLB TV, but I have a solution for all of us. In fact, not only a solution, this is the, might be the greatest idea I've ever come up with. If you're going to the game today and you have what they call a cell phone, right? It's one of those little gadgets that we all possess now. If you have what they call a cell phone and you have ability to periscope on your cell phone, what other means are there besides Periscope? Isn't there FaceTime Live and what a what a Facebook Live? Facebook what the hell is yeah. that called? Can you do something like that on, on Instagram as well? Live, mm-hmm. live, whatever live media means you may possess on your phone. I want you to broadcast yourself from your seat today's game, Bob Menery style. How good would that be? Why don't we go do it? <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad idea. 
I mean, lead, lead the way. Idea. Lead the way, Vic. So I want you to broadcast the game. Notify me where you're sitting. I want to know exactly when to tune in. I want you to give me live play-by-play of a game. I don't know if this is against the MLB policy or not. If the game is not being broadcast, it's not being broadcast. It's on MLB Network, yeah, but, but I get you. I want to see the game through your eyes at the ballpark today. By all means, pick up your phone and broadcast via Periscope, via Insta, via Facebook Live. I want to hear your call of the Rockies in your own special way. Be the next Bob Menery in town, and you can begin that career today. Next Hot Take. It's HW's Hot Take. Vic, you said it in big news. It's kind of snuck up on us. The Broncos play tomorrow night in the nation's capital, set to go at 5.30 Denver time. Sounds like a good excuse to go to happy hour. That's early. You know who's not going to be happy? Paxton Lynch. Guess what Vance Joseph said yesterday? Quote, we'll see what's left for Paxton. Meaning case is going. It's the third preseason game. This is what you do. The guy goes. Might play the whole first half. Who knows? And then here comes Chad Kelly. Honestly, Jeff Legwald said it best. Wednesday, in what isn't great news for Paxton Lynch, Broncos coach Vance Joseph wouldn't offer any certainty about if Lynch would even play in Friday night's game against Washington. This is it, boys. It's preseason game number three. We'll genuinely see what the Broncos have, what they don't have. Doesn't count in the standings, but it's the only preseason game that really matters. And Paxton Lynch isn't going to be a part of it, most likely. Gotta wonder if he's throwing his last pass as a member of the Broncos. Next hot take. It's Manchester's hot take. I'm worried today, guys. We talked about it in the opening segment. It's uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame. Uh, Contributors Committee makes their selection today. Pat Bolin is uh, on the list of nominees that could potentially uh, get nominated and then be voted on during Super Bowl weekend to get into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Uh, they haven't gotten this right the last two years. Two years ago, it was Jerry Jones. Last year, it was Bobby Bethard. I'm nervous that they're going to get it wrong again, that they're going to bypass Pat Bowen. Everybody here thinks he should get in. Everybody here thinks it's a foregone conclusion. But the Broncos, as a franchise, continually get overlooked by the Hall of Fame time after time after time after time. The fact that they don't have a single defensive player from the history of the franchise in the Hall of Fame is a joke. And the Orange Crush defense among the greatest of all time. Randy Gratishar got overlooked uh, last week. I, I'm worried that it's going to happen again today. And look, the resume is there. Seven Super Bowl se- Super Bowl trips during his tenure as the owner. Only six losing seasons. I mean, that's pretty remarkable. He did a lot of things from a, a league standpoint with the TV committee and all those kind of things. But he also, if you look at it, uh, of what you want if you're a fan, your owner, the owner of your favorite team to be... I don't know that you could find a better one than, than Pat Bowen. I mean, he established the standards around here in terms of, hey, we're gonna, we're gonna put winning over profit. And look, they don't lose money down there and they never have, but he didn't just maximize profit like the Arizona Cardinals did for decades. Uh, they were trying to be first class and everything, something I saw firsthand while I was working there for three seasons. Um, they spend money, they value people. He was willing to make the tough decisions, and Vic, you've talked about this. Big in the community. They don't have the big in the community in, in all sorts of ways, but they don't necessarily have the person there now who will make those tough decisions. Mm-hmm. But this is the guy that vetoed the Elway trade back in the early 90s. He fired Dan Reeves when he had to. He fired Mike Shanahan when he had to. He basically invented the NFL Network. He brought John Elway back here as the general manager. Um, he had a vision. When he bought this team, they, they operated out of a trailer, basically, a Quonset for lack of a better term, on 58th and I-25. What's a Kwanzaa? I don't know. It's like a temporary building. It wasn't actually a Kwanzaa, but you know what I'm saying. It was a dump. Now go look at where they're at. And that's not all him, 
but a lot of that is the the vision he established and and for the franchise and for the league. Uh and then I also like the fact that you know what? He was a guy that was fine being humble and being in the background. He didn't have to take the credit. He wasn't in this for his ego. He was in it to win. Uh that's something I've seen as a fan uh since he bought the team in 1984. It's something I've seen as a member of the media covering this team for two decades and it's something I saw for three seasons firsthand as an employee of the Denver Broncos. Pat Boland deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Here's hoping the Pro Football Hall of Fame Contributors Committee finally gets it right. Well, what's his competition? I don't know. I can't find it. I was trying to look it up, and I haven't heard. I didn't. I don't know. We'll find it, out as well, the day goes it, on it, because it, Bobby Beathard came out of nowhere last year. If you don't know, then there is no competition. We didn't know Bobby Beathard was the, the competition last year. Oh, I knew that. Until we saw Charlie yeah. Casserly in there pitching his buddy. Like, oh, okay, well, we can see how this is going to go. Uh, he should get in. Well, yes. Yes, of course he should. Now, the the question was brought up, should non-players be eligible for the Hall of Fame? And my answer is, yeah, they have to be. If coaches get in, I mean, what, you know, coaches are part of, an essential part of the Hall of Fame. Yeah, it can't be just players, can it? No, no, it, it absolutely can't be. It's got to be people. That's why they have the contributors uh, group. It's the people who have done things to elevate the league. Um, Pat Bolin is, is not the only guy on that list. There's a lot of people that have. And I know a lot of people were upset when Jerry Jones got in, but look, Jerry Jones redefined how NFL teams do business when he bought the Dallas Cowboys and transformed a franchise that was losing a million dollars a month into the most valuable sports franchise in the world, arguably. So he deserved to get in, but Bobby Beathard last year over Pat Bolin was a joke. Here's hoping they don't make the same mistake this year. Holy moly. I'm looking at this photo of Dick Ebersol right now, who's essential in negotiating a lot of those deals with Pat Bolin. My goodness. A little work done, a little weathered. What? I'll let you look at it during the break. And look at Dick over here. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Sounds like a lot of fun. 728. Here's what's in play on Altitude 950. The coolest party of the year is set. Cool Concert 2018 will hit the Pepsi Center on September 22nd with Rick Springfield, Lover Boy, The Gin Blossoms, and Tommy Two-Tone. It's going to be big fun. Cool Concert 2018. Rick Springfield, Loverboy, Jim Blossoms, and Tommy Two-Tone. Tickets at PepsiCenter.com. Get power to spare with a Honda generator, and you'll never be left in the dark again. Honda puts clean, economical, portable power when and where it's needed most, when you least expect it. Honda generators all have easy-starting, dependable Honda engines to keep the power going. Get turned on to a Honda generator from General Air Service and Supply in Denver and enjoy for home or play. Visit GeneralAir.com. Cool 105 presents Cool Concert 2018 starring Rick Springfield. Live. Also starring Loverboy. With special guest Jim Blossoms and Tommy Two-Tone. Saturday, September 22nd, Pepsi Center. Reserve seats starting at just 10.50. On sale now at LiveNation.com and all Altitude ticket outlets. When you're hot, you're hot. <laughs> when you're not, you're not. Put all your money in. Let's roll them again. When you're hot, you're hot. Yeah. It's hot. 
really hot. But at Medved Chevrolet Buick GMC, the offers are even hotter. Get hail sale discounts without the hail damage. Plus, no payments until fall or financing as low as 0% APR up to 72 months on select vehicles for those who qualify. When you're hot, you're hot. And when you're not, you're not. Put all your money in. Let's roll them again. When you're hot, you're hot. Just go to MedvedChevroletBuickGMC.com and click on the specials button. When you're hot, you're hot. <laughs> when you're not, you're not. Medved is hot. Just minutes south of Lincoln on the I-25 corridor, depart the 181 ramp Castle Rock. Online at MedvedChevroletBuickGMC.com. GMC. We are professional grade. Experience the new Buick. When you're hot, you're hot. I love your new floors. Aren't they gorgeous? We need to get something new. Simply Floors. Simply Floors? A Simply Floors flooring design consultant came over with samples to show us what our new floor would look like in here. She was great. She came here? Much better than the big box store. You can really see what your new floor looks like in your house. Bet it's expensive. Not at all. Simply Floors prices are just as low. In fact, we looked at something that was actually less expensive. Simply Floors was less expensive than the big box? We were floored. (laughs) Funny. We do everything we can to make shopping for flooring and carpet simple. This is Buddy Mitchell with Simply Floors. Our goal is to help you find a beautiful, durable floor that fits your lifestyle and budget, whether it's carpet or hard surface. Our design consultants come to your home with our samples. Our prices are competitive. Check out our website at simplyfloorsinc.com and schedule your in-home consultation. That's simplyfloorsinc.com, where we make buying a floor simple and stress-free. One in seven American men will be diagnosed with prostate cancer. Hey, it's Mark Mosier. For the ninth year, the Blue Shoe Run is raising money for prostate cancer research. So come run, walk around Broncos Stadium on September 8th, and fight prostate cancer. Family and pet friendly and a free after party. Donations benefit cancer research through the TUCC Foundation and the American Cancer Society. Register or donate at theblueshoerun.com. Hi, this is Jack Farland from Farland Classic Restoration. Our shop has been really busy this summer with people wanting to get their classics back on the road. In fact, we're so busy we need a new mechanic. We could also use a body technician. These are absolute dream jobs. You get to work on some of the most beautiful cars in the world. But you've got to be good. Contact us at FarlandCars.com if you're interested. That's FarlandCars.com. The Altitude 950 traffic update. An accident eastbound C-470 just past Wadsworth is backing up traffic in the area. Traffic is brought to you by Zequel Pure Z's. Some eastbound sunshine glare this morning. A crash on southbound I-25 coming in underneath the Franklin Bridge. Backing up traffic to Downing. How'd you sleep last night? Not great? Then try new Zequel Pure Z's. A drug-free melatonin gummy with a unique botanical blend that helps you fall asleep naturally with no next-day grogginess. New Zequel Pure Z's. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. I know days are going to happen like that where things aren't going to be crisp and they're not going to be that great, but you still got to find a way to win and keep your team in the ball game. At that area of the game, I feel like I've gotten a lot better at it. The Gray Wolf, John Gray, getting the W last night. Uh, the number is astonishing when you think about it. You heard it earlier in the show. The amount of games that the Rockies have won when John Gray has started the game. Nine in a row. Nine straight games the Rockies have won with John Gray on the bump. It's pretty impressive. 
It's very impressive. Yeah. And For a I guy believe, who got sent to the minors, that's very impressive. And in seven of those nine games, they were coming off a loss. So that's exactly, and we've talked about it, we've made fun of it, um, the is John Grand ace conversation. But the ace is the guy who comes in and stops slides. Yes. So seven of the last nine, or seven of the last nine times he's, that they've gotten a win when he's pitched, they were coming off a loss. That's being a stopper. That's impressive. That's, That's exactly what you need from your number one guy. And when you go John Gray one day and then Kyle Freeland the next, you have to feel pretty good about your chances. Well, that's what I was going to ask you guys is how many starters do you trust? Because I hmm. officially trust three. Yeah, me too. Marquez, Freeland, and Gray. Yeah. So not on that list, obviously, is Tyler Anderson. He's been bad three of his last Senzatella's four is not quite there yet, and I still have to see more of Chad Bettis. But having that three fair? starters you Very trust fair. sets up nicely if you make the playoffs. Tyler Anderson wasn't terrible the other night other than the first inning. I mean, he only gave up four runs. That's that, At Coors Field, that's keeping your team in the game. But two of his three previous starts, he had given up six runs early. Um, so he's had, he's had some rough outings three of his last four times on the, on six the mound. Six and six with a four, four, five ERA. Of the starters, he's yeah. probably, I'd probably, I'd probably trust him the least of the starters. Break the, so make this decision though. You got the one game playoff, is it yeah. John Gray oh, or Kyle Freeland. Freeland? Yeah, we had Jason Hirsch on the show. The other day, and he says it's not even a question. They've won nine straight games. I'm with just John telling Gray. you, they got his chance yeah. last year, dude. Yeah. It's Freeland. You know, I just think there are too many ghosts there. If you throw John back in that situation again from a year ago, and maybe you do, maybe you do, but I think I'd be more in favor of Kyle Freeland getting. You're gonna the ball. go with the Kyle Freeland over a guy who's won, they've won nine straight times he's started. I know. Kyle's ERA is under three. He's their best pitcher. Okay. By the way, did you see the Rockies made a move yesterday, Vic? They sent Chris Rabago to the Yankees. Basically made a uh, spot on their 40-man roster. And you know who's taking that spot. Mm-hmm. You know who's taking that spot seven days, what, eight days from now? That's a guy who's hitting 345 in uh, or, Albuquerque. Or they can make the move before September 1st. And Patrick Saunders, someone tweeted him, I don't think the Rockies will wait to September to call Matt Holiday up. And Patrick Saunders said, mm-hmm. you are correct. So Matt Holiday watch is officially on. I mean, why would you wait at this point? For what? Who are you clearing off this roster? Yeah. Off the 25. We can go up and down the roster. I wouldn't wait. They there send, are too many critical they games. They down the other day. So there are too many... you, well, who are you sending down? Give me a name. Let me see who's on this roster. I'll give you a name right now. Let me see. I'm trying to find the end of the roster. All right. Hold on. Efforting. I'll tell you right now. It's not hard. I mean, you got a, you got a right-handed bat in the, in the lineup that can produce a home run at any time. Well, here's the other key thing. If they wait till September, Matt Holiday's not eligible for the postseason. If they wait until September? Yeah. Oh, then it's a no-brainer. Then, of course, you have to do that. He has to be on the roster by August 31st, which is next Friday. The the answer is Garrett Hampson. Yeah. (laughs) This this isn't hard. See you, Garrett. I I mean, why why is this even a a choice? I mean, now that DJ's healthy again, you don't need Garrett Hampson. No, you don't. Ryan McMahon is a utility infielder that can play a lot of different positions if DJ needs a day off. You need to have Matt Holiday up here before next Friday because he has to be someone that is at least eligible for the postseason roster if and when the Rockies get there. It would be a, it would be a so grand oversight to not do that. Any call up September 1st is not eligible for the postseason? That's correct, according well, to Patrick Saunders. You have to do it August 31st by midnight. He would have to be added to the roster by August 31st. And you figure, you know, Garrett Hampson could go down. They'll make that up when they bring up Brendan Rodgers. Correct. 
Does Brendan Rodgers need to be called up? I mean, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. You play your game on August 31st, then you, can you add them before midnight and that's when it expands to 40 or does it not expand to 40 till 1201 on September 1st? That's a question to be answered. But if you bring up these guys, let's say Brendan Rodgers gets added September 1st and he has a hot September and he can't. Mm -hmm. Participate in the postseason. That would be a grand oversight. Well, and I'll give you a name. Do you guys remember a key part of Rocktober who barely made the 25 man roster? Seth Smith. Remember that? Yes. They, they called up Seth Smith and all of a sudden they're like, oh, this kid's good. Yes. He's gotta be on the team, you know? You know what's interesting about call ups and, and playoff rosters and how much that changes? A year ago going into the postseason, you know who wasn't on the Rockies playoff roster and is now a critical component in that bullpen? Adam Aravino. Wow. Remember how he struggled? Remember, remember how he struggled and struggled? He did not make the playoff roster. He wasn't available in that game in Arizona is what you're telling me. He was me. on the playoff roster. Wow. Okay. That's a, that's how much things can change in just one season. Now he's probably your most, he is your most reliable relief pitcher. Well, it's funny. We break down how are the Broncos going to go from 90 to 53. As you said, Manchester, when and if this Rockies team makes the playoffs, one of the conversations we'll be having is how do they go from 40 to 25? Yeah. Well, according to Matt on the text line, Holiday would just need to be on the 40-man roster before August 31st, not the 25-man roster. The 40-man. Well, it does, it, okay, I got gotcha. you. But it expands to 40 on September 1st in terms of guys that can be up here. So what it is is they already have a 40-man roster, but that doesn't mean all 40 could go mm-hmm. play today. Right. Yeah. So why why they got rid of that catcher to the Yankees was so Matt Holiday could be added to the 40-man roster. I never even heard of that catcher. What's his name? Chris Rabago. Rabago. Have you heard of him? He was on the 40-man roster. He was? Yeah. That's why they traded him. Patrick Saunders says it opens up a spot on the 40-man roster. And hey, whatever happened to Tom uh, Murphy? Assume he's still on the 40-man roster. He just plays in Albuquerque now. Huh. Uh, yeah, baseball confuses the hell out of me. It does. I don't know who's up, who's down. Well, it's more know. confusing. It's the most confused. MLS or MLB. Both oh, are very that's pretty confusing. Close. That's pretty close. I have to admit... Basketball's pretty easy. Either you're playing or you're not. They have like two development players. They go down, they go up. It's not that hard. They've, they've made it more comp. It used to be really simple. Yeah. There were 12 guys. Right. Now there's what? 15 yeah. plus two development, but, but then there's the two way thing. Like yes. it's getting more complicated. Football's easy. It's a 53 man roster, 47 play on game day. And then there's a practice one. Yeah. By the way, the NFL's stupid for doing that. Why not just dress all 53? Agreed. What, what is, what is the problem? I don't know. Why, yeah, what is the difference? There's no financial reason not it's to do it. It's dumb. And then you have six more guys who can play special teams. It, it, exactly right. Makes it, no it, sense. It makes the game better, does yes. it not? It would definitely make the game better. You'd have less starters having to play special teams, which is less chance that starters get hurt on a relatively meaningless so play. So what's the reason? What do you think the reason would be behind, again, you carry 53 people to a game, and six of those people do not play in that game? Because we always wait an hour before the game when they the, mm-hmm. the sheet is printed out, it's carried out, the media looks at it, here's who's scratched. Why? I don't know. There has to be some sort of a reason as to why they do that, but I can't think of what the logical one would be. I, I don't know. It's a very good question. But you're right about MLS. I am thoroughly confused about who plays where, when, how. They I don't buy know. Players, what is they going sell on. players. I don't I know what's no, going it's, on. It's like an auction. Yes, very much so. But MLB is almost as confusing. Hockey's not bad. Hockey's pretty easy. Yeah. You know, you play for your minor league team, you get called up when you, you, you warrant play and 
back down when you're not. It's not hard. Not difficult there. Where hockey confuses me is just how you get to the how you get to the bigs, juniors and all this. Yeah. Where you're drafted from, IH, all these different leagues and that confuses. It's confounding to me. It's confusing at the youth level and the minor league level. Once you get to the big club, it's pretty simple. All right, great. So we're here to confuse. Yeah. If you really haven't been confused already. By the mind. way, we've uh, come up with the names that will be challenging Pat Bowling today as the uh, subcommittee votes on contributors or it could be two, by the way. It's not just Pat Boland. You know, every other year, it's last year it was one. That's why yeah. it was just Bobby Beathard. This year it's two. So two years ago, it was Jerry Jones and Paul Tagliabue, mm-hmm. former commissioner. Last year during the one year, it was Bobby Beathard. Now we're back to two. So the two main people. competition for Pat Boland, two names. George Young, who built the old New York football giants. Correct. And Gil Brandt, who built the old Cowboys. Correct. Now those are two big names. Uh, yes. And one big pro- on the East Coast, the other big in, you know, Happy Valley and America's team. Prominent team, prominent franchises. So, uh, and you would think, wouldn't, wouldn't Tagliabue, if he was nominated two years ago, still be in the conversation or is it like, hey, we already put you out there once. We're not going to, we're not going to do it again. No, Tagliabue was already in. I don't think he got yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, he's in. He was in in 2017. He got, he got elected to the Hall of Fame. I think he got nominated oh. and he didn't get elected. Oh. He's one of the rare contributor committee nominees who did not get elected, if memory serves. Hmm. Well, we'll find out by the end of the day uh, whether or not Pat Bolin is on that list. Uh, the subcommittee votes. I, I don't even know who's on the subcommittee. Not too many committees. Are you in any committees? Do you do committees? Oh, yeah. Are you a committee guy? No, I can't stand them. You know, my, uh, my cul-de-sac asked me to run the HOA this year. I said, nah. That was a good decision because that is miserable. You know what? I, I if, if I could just wave a magic wand and never have to go to another meeting for anything, I would be a happy camper. Do you ever go to those meetings? Do you guys go to those meetings? And you're too young for this, uh, HW. Do you go to those meetings where people, like, get all formal and pound the hammer and take roll call and motion? Yeah. And I it's like student council all yeah. over again. I love I can't help but laugh. And then I people like, second the motion. Yeah, I like laugh over this stuff. Yeah, I literally did that for four years in my fraternity, so I'm not too young. So you did that? Yeah. So isn't that the funniest thing ever? You're in a room full of adults, yeah. right? It's and you guys corny. are talking, who seconds this? And like, come on. We, we were just adults. It was who had the highest BAC in the room. Like, and then, mine wasn't. I mean, like, what are, what's some yeah. of the terminology used in these? Well, meetings? then I love that there's a there's someone taking notes yeah, and like, send no. out minutes. <laughs> That's so funny. John from accounting. It's funny to me. It's like we can't come up with a resolution just by, yeah, okay, I like that. Hey, do you guys want to put asphalt in the cul-de-sac this year? Yeah, let's do it. Well, Vic, uh, do you, you second uh... it? Who seconds? Can we get a second? <laughs> There's three people in the room. Or what I do you like, mean can we get a second? I like There's mo- three of us. Meeting guy who will schedule a follow-up meeting? Yeah. Like we just had a meeting. Yeah. Why do we have to have a follow-up meeting? If you have three people in the room and you need a second? It is pretty can silly. Can I get a third? It is pretty silly. Oh, my God, I can't stand that. I'm telling you, if you could eliminate meetings, life would be so much better. Hey, it's Thursday. You know what that means, the list of all lists. Today it's my turn. And uh, a rare twist to my list coming up later. That's at 8.15. Our Power 5 question of the day is coming up next. you got the Vic Lombardi Show. The NFL season is upon us. The rosters are taking shape. The schedule is set now. If we can only figure out 
the rules. I don't think the refs know what they're doing here. Nobody's going to know what is and is not illegal tackle. It's not working. Why are they doing this? Because it's player safety and they're they're covering their you-know-what. All designed to make the players safer. I don't care if the game is safe. And you know what? The guys who play, I don't think they care. Follow the debate on Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Ace Radon wants to help you and your family with every breath you take with our indoor air quality services. Indoor air pollution is the number one environmental risk to our health. Indoor air is three to five times more polluted than outdoor air. Hi, I'm Jeff Gord, the owner of Ace Radon. There are several radon measurement devices available today, but you don't want to trust your health to an improperly calibrated do-it-yourself gadget that may render misleading results. Instead of wasting your money, trust a radon test performed by an Ace Radon certified professional. If you have radon, we can help you take the right steps to clear the air you, your family, and your pets breathe. Hire the experts at Ace Radon to have your home tested for radon. You'll breathe easy knowing your home is safe from the deadly effects of radon. Race to aceradon.com. If you thought all sports bars were the same, well, then you haven't been to the neighborhood Hilltop Tap House in Parker. The Hilltop is the only bar in Parker with the Pac-12 network on dozens of TVs, so no matter where you sit, you can catch all the action. And on Sundays, the Tap House has all the pro games. Yeah, enjoy a pregame breakfast with their incredible Ultimate Bloody Mary bar. Ghost peppers and bacon, anyone? The Hilltop in Parker. Off of Parker Road and Hilltop, if the lot's full in the front, you can always park in the back. But come park it for football all season long at the Hilltop in Parker. When you're hot, you're hot. <laughs> when you're not, you're not. Put all your money in. Let's roll them again. When you're hot, you're hot. Yeah. It's hot. Really hot. But at Medved Chevrolet, the offers on new Chevys are even hotter. Get hail sale discounts without the hail damage. Plus, no payments until fall or financing as low as 0% APR up to 72 months on select vehicles for those who qualify. When you're hot, you're hot. And when you're not, you're not. Put all your money in. Let's roll them again. When you're hot, you're hot. Just go to MedvedChevrolet.com and click on the specials button. When you're hot, you're hot. <laughs> when you're not, you're not. Medved Chevrolet is hot. On the I-25 corridor, depart the 181 ramp Castle Rock. And on I-70 and Wheat Ridge, exit Kipling, exit Ward, but exit the giant Medved Autoplex. Chevy, find new roads. When you're hot, you're hot. Get power to spare with a Honda generator, and you'll never be left in the dark again. Honda puts clean, economical, portable power when and where it's needed most, when you least expect it. Honda generators all have easy-starting, dependable Honda engines to keep the power going. Get turned on to a Honda generator from Jack's Outdoor Gear Ranch and Home in Loveland. And enjoy for home or play. Visit jacksmercantile.com. Veterans, it's time to take advantage of the VA benefits you deserve. Hey, it's Mark Mosher for American Financing, and we thank you for your service and want to see you receive the greatest savings when it comes to owning a home on the land you once defended. When using your VA benefits, there is no down payment or mortgage insurance required. Plus, you'll receive some of the lowest rates in the industry. 
Already in a mortgage? No problem. You can refinance any existing mortgage into a VA loan while receiving access to 100% of your home's value. That's greater than any other loan program can offer. And even though it's called a VA loan, it's available to active duty military and spouses. So you don't have to wait to take advantage of such incredible savings. A salary-based mortgage consultant will listen to your financial goals and will customize a program that fits your needs. Just call American Financing at 303-695-7000. 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net, the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. The Altitude 950 traffic update. Slow traffic on the Metro commute behind a crash eastbound C470 just past Wadsworth and two separate crashes northbound I-25 near Park Avenue West. Traffic is brought to you by CC's New Endless Pan Pizzas now on the buffet. Those two accidents have backed up traffic all the way to Broadway. Now at CC's New Endless Meat Eater and Supreme Pan Pizzas on the buffet starting at just $5.99 only at CC's. Prices and participation vary. Restrictions apply. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude. Altitude 950. Altitude 950. Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. And some of these television executives showed you the picture of Dick Ebersole. Yeah, you looked a little check weird. Out, check we'll out, go with weird. Check out David Hill. From Fox. Is this sort of the thing? You I just gotta I, look a little guess, weird. <laughs> this is part of the deal. Anyway, today we'll find out whether or not Pat Bolin is nominated for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So the nomination isn't enough today? There's no. also a... Now he'll be on the, in the, on the ballot when they vote in the room, uh, Saturday before Super Bowl, uh, 53. I, I thought a contributor is pushed through every year. No matter what. It's almost a rubber stamp. It was not, I don't believe it was with Paul Tagliabu. I think he's one of the rare ones that wasn't just, yeah, they nominated him, we'll, we'll vote him in. Um, it usually is, but if if it goes well today, that does not mean Pat Boland is in the Hall of Fame. There's one more step. All right. Well, one t- more chance for them to get it wrong. Today, we find out if Pat Boland is on that list of franchise that, again, if you compare Broncos' success, the amount of Super Bowls, the amount of wins, what Pat Bowen did over uh, three decades. Compare that to other teams in the division, hell, in the conference. Do you know how many Hall of Famers Kansas City Chiefs have in that Hall of Fame compared to the Broncos? It's like five to one yeah. ratio. It's ridiculous. Six to one. For a franchise that's been to, set, been to eight Super Bowls, one, three, uh, it, it's pretty absurd. For a franchise that had one of the greatest defenses in the history of the league, and they don't have a single defensive player in the Hall of Fame. That's a joke. Uh, it, it, it's laughable. It really is laughable. One two zero three with his morning text. The baseball giants haven't been in New York in our lifetime. Calling them the football giants is the blankiest thing you do. Oh, you mean the New York football giants? You mean that team? That is a little old schooly guy. It is. The New York football giants. Yes, it's. It is one of the blankiest things I do, which is why I enjoy doing it. For you, one two zero three. The New York football giants. Uh, Vic, don't say that. The wife will cancel our combo gender reveal Garrett Hampson viewing party, signed Chris. When I suggested who you take off the roster to call up Matt Holiday and I suggested Garrett Hampson, nothing against Garrett Hampson. I have no anti-Garrett Hampson sentiment, but if you're asking me who I want on the roster in he's, September, he's last, he's the last guy on the active roster at the moment. 
I think that's a pretty fair thing to say. I don't uh, have hot Garrett Hampson takes because I killed the kid after he had an error in Arizona. And, you know, sorry. Yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah, didn't you blame the whole season going up in smoke on him and that error? I think that was it. It was a bad error. I think that was your hot take that day. Yeah. Uh, this text, it's funny how low of a bar the media in this town have for owners. Every year they beat the drum for bowling. A low, low bar. Do, do I have to go through the stats for you? Low, low bar? Again, let me, let me offer you some numbers. Okay. Let me offer you simple numbers. This is simple. Take all of the NFL owners currently that have teams in this league, put them on a list and show me which teams have been the most Super Bowls, have won more Super Bowls, have won more games, which teams have been most successful over the last 30 years. And it's over. It's done. I don't need any other list. I don't need any other numbers. It's very obvious to me. I don't know what that texture's talking about. They've been to seven Super Bowls and won three world championships during his tenure. They've had six losing seasons. I don't know what he's talking about either. That makes absolutely zero sense to me. Haven't they been to eight? Aren't they he, three he, and five? He didn't own them he when didn't he didn't own 77. 77. Oh, okay. He bought the team in 1984. It's pretty easy, right? I, the I, numbers I, suggest, and, and, and let's just take the success on the field aside. I let's guarantee a low bar texture has lived yeah. here since 2008. Well, that's that's why we talk about perspective. Perspective. That's all. What but is perspective? Fine that, but it's again, it's fine that he lives here now, but he doesn't have the perspective to be able to make that kind of claim of low bar. Really, low yeah. bar based on what? What are you talking about? Uh, one of the texters calls you a fellow minion. Me? Yeah. Because I was praising Pat Bowling. Yes. Okay. No, you know what it, you know what my hot take was proof of? That I'm fair. People just say, you know, if you're negative about the Broncos, they say all you do is pile on the Broncos. Uh, I think I was pretty fair when it came to Pat Bowling. Which NFL owner helped build the NFL network? Two of them, primarily. Jerry Jones and Pat Bowling. Pat Bowling. Yeah. Pat Bowling has been on, um, most of the TV committees which, that put together the contracts that are now the reason why the NFL makes the money they make is because of the TV deal. Which NFL owner is considered the father of Sunday Night Football, the most successful franchise going right now? Um, arguably the most popular TV show yeah. across any which, genre. Which, which that NFL would be Pat Bowen. Okay, so stop it. Low bar. How, um, how high is the, how high is this texture's bar? I don't know. Like who goes in Christ according to up. this guy? Well, you know, Vince Lombardi, he didn't quite finish the job with the Redskins, so I'm not sure he should get in there. Like where's the bar, dude? Give me a break. Perhaps that guy's voting for George Young who uh, ran the New York Football Giants. They did win two Super Bowls under George Young. Okay. He drafted Lawrence Taylor. Mm-hmm. That's tough. Uh 9460 players win not owners. Owners pay for stadiums. Players win. Well, it's not just a player's hall of fame. It can't be. There's too many coaches. What do you do with coaches? There's no league. What, Vince Lombardi's not a hall of famer? There's no sport that is more, uh, dictated by coaching than the NFL, than football. Coaching matters a ton in football. That's a great It doesn't point. matter all that much in basketball. I, I think probably 81 times out of 162, I could outmanage Bud Black. I don't think it matters all that much in baseball. Uh, I don't know. I think it matters in hockey. But I think not it matters a in hockey. There's a reason why they fire hockey coaches every two yeah, years. Yeah, but I think it matters more than you think, not just on game night. Game night just is a free-for-all, like who's on the ice, what's going on, but I'm in preparation to game night. I mean, how tough is it to fill out a lineup card? Okay, order of importance. Let's take let's take five sports right now. Football, hockey, baseball, basketball, and soccer. 
Those right. five sports. Let's take those five sports. Football Where is, is the clearly number one. It's not even Based close. on what? Based on look at how programs can turn around in college football based on who the coach is. No, not, not, not NFL. college football. We're just talking look professional how NFL recruiting, recruiting is a different beast. I don't want to, I don't want to bring college football into this equation. Let's talk pro sports. Okay. Look at, um, the San Francisco 49ers under Kyle Shanahan versus Jim Tomzula. Okay. So I'm going to say football. I, I, I think, God, basketball too though, man. Basketball is the most key in-game decisions. Basketball is the most dependent on players. Yeah, you're right. LeBron James could win with any coach. Yeah, the more I think about it. No, but it's key in-game decisions late with rotations and management and all that. Steve Kerr Kerr missed the first 25 games of the season and the Warriors didn't lose a game. Yeah, you know what? That might be last. With with Walton as their head coach. It has, it's all players. It's a players league. Yes. That might be last on my list. I think it is dead last. So what's next? Hockey? It's gotta be hockey calling line changes. Baseball? No. Baseball, you throw the lineup card out there and then don't make another decision till the seventh inning. Well, then why do we have a guy calling him Teflon Bud all the time when he makes a bad decision? That's good because he makes bad decisions. But, I mean, seriously, with all due respect, Don Zimmer, yeah. right, a guy they called Gerbil, a little old fat guy in a uniform, sat in a dugout for 70 years. How hard can it be? <laughs> God. That is the most disrespectful that's ever come out of your mouth. No, it's it's, I started it. I prefaced it with all due respect. You know, when everybody say, when anybody <laughs> says, to say that. anytime somebody says, with all due respect, the next thing he says is disrespectful. What did I say that was inaccurate? <laughs> Gerbil. That was his nickname. He liked the nickname. With all due respect. With all due respect. That's the an Harlem asinine comment. The suck. That's what you said yesterday. <laughs> Don Zimmer sat in a in a dugout for yeah. seventy years. How mm-hmm. hard can it be? Come on. Texter said we were low bar. <laughs> that really got under. Hey our Texter, skin. where are you from, by the way? You're not from here. I'm gonna put soccer third, only because I don't think coaching matters much in basketball and baseball. Ba- baseball's fifth. Baseball's fifth. Vic, you could go in today. They mm-hmm. could call you after the show mm-hmm. and say, "Hey, Vic, I need you to manage the game today," mm-hmm. and you could do it. You couldn't go coach the Nuggets tonight. Let me ask you though, if I manage the Rockies game, do I have to be in uniform? Can I wear a suit? No, you gotta wear a uniform. Why? That's, that's, uh, that's the silly tradition. I wanna wear, I wanna wear a suit. Okay, but but look at it the way I'm, I'm putting it. After the show, Mm -hmm. the Broncos call and say, hey, you need to coach the game on, on Friday night in Washington. Couldn't do it. Right? Yes, I could. You, you're gonna call the plays. No, but I got an offensive coordinator that does that. I don't need, you think Vance called the plays? You, okay, you that think you can call do the play. You don't think that's a complicated sport? It's it's yes, wearing it's the, by far the I most complicated can, sport. I think I can handle the headset. Well, then you'd be one step ahead of the head I, coach. I think I can handle it. You could go manage the Rockies this afternoon, dude. It wouldn't even be hard. It would not be difficult. Would you try Garrett Hampson out there? That's a great idea, though. Which sport would you want to coach one game? Oh, I think I'll put Desmond at first. Hmm. DJ Dude, at second. I, I would love to get teed up in a basketball game. I think I'll put Story at short. Should I go Nolan at That'd third be, I'd like be ranting and raving. I'd get all up in a referee's face. Oh, man. I think basketball is second to last because the, the Walton example proves that. Gary Miller had the best line about hockey. Gary said, hockey's easy to coach. I mean, I would need a walker on the ice during practice because I can't <laughs> skate. Hold myself up against the wall. I think hockey's second, soccer's third, but I think it's football and then uh, oh, that's big step down to All right, two. top of the hour. It's 8 o'clock. When we come back, we're going to get to it, I promise. The key to uh, the Rockies making the playoffs, it is our Power 5 question of the day. We're back after this. 
Altitude 950. Denver's All Sports Station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up on Saturday night, the Rapids are back at Dick's Sporting Goods Park to take on Real Salt Lake. Kickoffs at 7 o'clock with Connor Cape on the call. KKSE Parker, Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche. Denver's All Sports Station, Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Text line 30933. Football, according to this texture, is certainly the most dependent on coaching. Look at the LA Rams with Jeff Fisher versus the LA Rams with Sean McVay. I- I'll say this. Bingo. Oh, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Before we throw Jeff Fisher under the bus, and I get it, Sean McVay has proven to be a more f- efficient coach there. There was a time when Jeff Fisher was a hell of a coach. Yeah. He was a hell of a coach in Tennessee. In 2001. Yeah, I get it. But there was a time he could coach. So it's not like you just forget how to coach. Perhaps the tactics don't work the same. The strategies don't, the philosophies don't work the same. But you can't say that Jeff Fisher was a bad coach. He was a pretty good coach at one time. And one time he was. Okay. I wouldn't argue that, but that is a good example of how coaching matters because mm-hmm. very little changed on that team from one year to the next. And they went from being really bad to pretty darn good. Sean McVay is also a fellow millennial, proving we are capable of big-time jobs. How old is he? He's like 31. He's, like he's handful, that young? He's a handful of years older than me. Wow. Yeah. God, what have you done with your life? I know. Time for the Power 5 question of the day. What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the Power 5. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. All right, the um, Rockies are on a crash course to the postseason. Uh, look, the updated standings right now. Let's take a look at where we stand. The Dodgers lost last night, so that's helpful. The Diamondbacks won, not so much. Diamondbacks keep wanting, winning, for crying out loud. Take it easy, Arizona. Remember who you are. You're Arizona. But they won again. So as we speak, the Colorado Rockies are in the wild card. Are they not? Yes, they are. No, they're not. They're a half game out. I take that back. They're a half game behind the Brewers and a half game behind the Cardinals. They need to work to get to the postseason. What do the Rockies need to do most to make the playoffs? That's our Power 5 question of the day. What area? What need? What concern? Where? How? Who? Hit us up, 30933, the key to the Rockies making the playoffs. Vic, we got another prize if you text it us today. It is $50 lunch for two at the melting pot. $50 for the best answer. Not necessarily the best, the most creative, the one we like the most. $50 at the melting pot. It's pretty easy. I'll tell you exactly what they need to do to make the playoffs. They need Arizona to lose. They can't control that, though. Well, I'm just telling you what they need. You ask me what they need. They need Arizona to lose. Arizona's winning at a clip right now that I don't think they could, which I don't think that can continue. They need Arizona to start losing. There. I, don't, I don't like this question. There's like three answers. Yeah. Bullpen. A bat off the bench and a catcher. What are the other options? One area. Just pick one area. One area that you see fit that they need to do. They need to improve in. They need to continue do. What is it? Starting pitching? It's one of those three. That's the three options, right? It's not the production of Charlie Blackman. No, I'm not really worried. Uh, Charlie's not having a disastrous season. He hasn't been as good as he was last year, but he's, he's whatever. He's fine. Ian Desmond continuing to get clutch hits. You know, John Gray continuing hold to on, win. Hold on, hold on. There's hold a on. lot you can go with. Hold here. on about Charlie Blackman. I want to, I want to, 
I want to put the brakes on this show for a second. Bud Black needs to be more consistent. And and this is um I'm I'm gonna lash out on you guys a little bit and me. Here we are, always blaming Rocky's ownership for not spending enough. They didn't do enough at the trade deadline, right? No, they didn't do enough. And yet in this town, I've heard over the course of the last month, not necessarily from you guys, but different shows, different people, blast the Rockies for giving Charlie Blackman that contract that he will have until he's 38 years old, giving him too much money. It's too rich of a contract. You can't have it both ways. Well, so wait, you're going to blast the Rockies for not spending enough money and then blast them for giving a guy too much money. I mean, come on. For the record, I've done neither of those things. I agree. Me I'm not talking to you guys, but okay. is true or false? You've heard criticism of the Rockies handing Charlie Blackman that contract. True. Okay. And, Why? I don't it's not know. your money. And you also. Why do you care? Well, here's the reason. Here's the potential reason. That could become a contract as he gets older that becomes an albatross. So what? Deal with the Dan. Similar to the Todd Helton thing. Who, well, you got, if you're a general manager, you have to be thinking down the road I'm, and how something's going to hamstring you. If you're going to you. overpay a guy, why, why do fans worry mm. so much about that? I don't care how no, much no. these guys get paid. They shouldn't worry in, in sports where it doesn't matter, but in, in, in salary cap sports, yes. When you're, but when you're a mid-market team, they were hamstrung for a decade by Todd Helton's contract. They were. And this could turn into choice, the same kind of but thing. But that's their choice. Hamstrung on their choice. They yeah, could have rid themselves just they like they rid themselves of Tulo's contract. Hey, were they hamstrung by Jose Reyes? To some extent, Twenty-two yeah. million dollars? Probably that season, okay. yeah. The point is, if we're going to complain that owners and teams don't spend enough, then we can't complain when they overspend. I think the Rockies spend exactly what they should spend based on the fact that they're a middle market team. And they're right in the middle of the pack. So for people to say, oh, yeah, that Blackman contract, I mean, look, he's back down to earth this year. <laughs> Come on. That's just people who break. want to complain to complain. A, give me a break. So he doesn't have the same numbers that he had a year ago when he was an MVP candidate? Wow, shocker. Well, the other question, then, if somebody's complaining about that, is then you have to say, well, who would you have preferred they spend the money on? <laughs> it makes me laugh. Right? I laugh at that. I laugh at you. Uh Nick says, call up Matt Holiday. The weatherman says skip the first inning. Yeah. I like this one. Three eight nine nine. Skip the first inning is not a bad idea. Yeah. Realize they have a perfect platoon with Desmond and McMahon. That they should be platooning first base. Hmm. Do you think Desmond deserves to start every day, yes. or would you mix yes. McMahon and more? Desmond, come on, Desmond's Desmond's got a bigger resume than Ryan McMahon. I mean, I get it. We all love Ryan McMahon and what he's contributed. But I'm going to lean toward Desmond. Mm, I also, think that's creative to platoon them. They also have a nice platoon going on in the outfield now that David Dahl has turned into a guy who can contribute. I like Parra as a pinch hitter. Me too. I do. Me too. I think he's one of the guys who can handle that. I think I would prefer on a day-in, day-out basis to have David Dahl in left field and have Parra being a bat that comes off the bench yeah. late in the game. I think I think Parra is more valuable that way. To Me be too. Honest. I think he's Me more too. at ease. Well, he's a contact guy. He, he seems like he'll always give you a good at bat when he pinches. 30933, some of the suggestions coming in for $50 at the melting pot. Starting pitching must continue to go deep into games. Were you guys a little surprised when John Gray left the game last night? A little bit. Yeah, six and a third and they pull him out. He only had 80, up a couple runs. 86 pitches up to that point. Mm, I think that was more a commentary on he had pitched well and they didn't want it to spiral on him. Mm. Uh, Rockies need to let Manchester manage one game, and if he wins a game, he sits on the bench with Bud Black. That's from Jeremy. That would be a great promotion, mm -hmm. right? I get to manage a game. 
I'd be uh, down with that. Highlands Ranch James says send a kid with hand, foot, and mouth disease to the ball boy uh, to be a ball boy for the D-backs. <laughs> it seems to be a very uh, prevalent disease. Or they just need to take a road trip to New York. That seems to be the common denominator. I, I just I I shook my head last night in that first inning when San Diego scored a run off Gray, but I shook my head knowing that Gray would be better that Gray would fall into place, that this would be okay. It's part of the deal. But isn't it amazing that we sort of absorb that early deficit now as Rockies fans? It's just just, accept just it. part of the deal. Yeah. It <laughs> is every night. Unbelievable. By the way, Vic, I'm glad we're on Rockies because we've got breaking news. We've got Rockies breaking news if you want to hit it. Do we have to hit a thing? Or if you want is, to. is it worthy of it? It could be. I'm trying to hit it right now, but this thing never works. Breaking news on Altitude 950. Three minutes ago, Patrick Saunders from the Denver Post. The Rockies reunion with Matt Holiday is imminent. He will be called up from AAA today and could be at Coors Field for the game against the Padres. Matt Holiday may play today against the San Diego Padres. About time. Now. That would be cool. We can't, you know, we can't expect him, can we, to be the Matt Holiday of 07? I think we can. We can? Have you seen some of these swings? He's 10 years older. How old is Matt? Can you give me the... Give me some 411 on Matt Holiday right now. By the way, Sean McVay is 32. I think his, remember his kid Matt in 07? Matt Holiday is 38. He's 38. Remember his child that he had at every game in 07? He was the cutest kid. I did a story on him. He's probably my age with facial hair now. Uh, yeah, probably. He's a teenager. Doesn't this feel like we were talking about, you said yesterday, the magic of 07? Mm-hmm. Putting yes. Holiday back in the uniform? Yes. That, that know, makes it even feel more like and, 07. And I don't want to get all, you know, crazy on you, but some of the numbers with 07, some of the, it, it's amazing, the mirror image, the starting pitchers, the fact that they're all coming together in the second half. Remember in 07, the first half was a disaster with pitching. Mm-hmm. And then in the second half, they had the lowest ERA in the National League in the second half. Yep. Same thing is happening with these starting pitchers. Second half. The numbers. In 07, they win 21 of 22. This year, what number comes to mind? 46 straight against winning teams. Yeah. 30 of 16 in that stretch? Yes. So numbers, pitchers, Matt Holiday. What else needs to happen? We need a dragon slayer. Who is the Rockies dragon slayer? Oh. That is a perfect segue for me. Our list of all lists coming up next. And my list is the top 10 role players in Denver pro sports history. Wow. Top 10 role players. I will define what a role player okay. is, but I want you to think like I just said the name Dragon Slayer, Josh Fogg. Yeah. Was he not the perfect role player for that team? He wasn't a stud. He wasn't a Hall of Famer. He wasn't an all-star. He was neither, none of the above but the perfect role player on that roster. This list is going to lead to some debate. No doubt about it. That's why we do it. My top ten role players in the history of Denver Pro Sports. That's coming up next on the Vic Lombardi Show. Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Do not spoil my hot take. I know it sounds funny, but if you like to go big, then you need to think mini, like Shop Mini. Make the 2019 Mini Countryman Hybrid your new car. With more room to fit more friends, more style, and more British refinements, you will be completely fulfilled in the go big category. Because it's a hybrid, the Countryman will get you big miles for less, and you'll also get all the tax credits on top of the already great Shop best price. So, if you want to go big, and trust me, you do, see what the Countryman Hybrid is all about at shopmini.com. 
The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. And Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401k. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. Attention all Class A CDL drivers. The Transportation Department at Safeway is excited to announce a new pay increase, and we want you to join our team. How would you like to start out making $25.56 per hour the first day on the job with a potential $12,500 bonus? Plus, you'll get to go home at the end of every shift. In order to be considered for this position, you'll need documented work experience in the transportation trucking industry. And, of course, you must have a Class A CDL. We're looking for drivers with at least two years of all-season or mountain driving experience with tractor-trailer equipment, and you must be 21 years old to apply. This is a great opportunity to work with a stable company and a place you can retire from. We are scheduling interviews and only have a limited number of driver positions open. Apply today by logging on to SafewayDenverDC.com. That's SafewayDenverDC.com. Please complete the online job application and we'll be in touch to schedule next steps. Safeway is a drug-free workplace and an equal opportunity employer. When you're hot, you're hot. <laughs> when you're not, you're not. Put all your money in. Let's roll them again. When you're hot, you're hot, yeah. It's hot, really hot. But during the summer sales event at Medved Ford, the offers on new Fords are even hotter. Get no payments till fall on new Ford F-Series trucks or enjoy financing as low as 0% APR up to 72 months on new Ford Escapes, Edges, and Explorers for those who qualify. When you're hot, you're hot. And when you're not, you're not. Put all your money in. Let's roll them again. When you hot, you hot. Just go to MedBedFord.com and click on the specials button for details. When you hot, you hot. <laughs> when you not, you not. MedBed Ford is hot. Just minutes south of Lincoln on the I-25 corridor, depart the 181 ramp Castle Rock. Shop online at MedBedFord.com. When you hot, you hot. <laughs> Jokic for three. Mile High Basketball tips off in Denver when your Nuggets host the Phoenix Suns on October 20th. Single game tickets for the 2018-19 Denver Nuggets season are on sale now. Get your tickets to the biggest games of the season at Nuggets.com, the Pepsi Center box office, or by calling 303-287-DUNK. Altitude 950 traffic update. C470 running slow from earlier issue eastbound between Ken Carroll and Platte Canyon. Westbound C470 stop and go between Ken Carroll and Morrison Road. Traffic is brought to you by CC's New Endless Pan Pizza now in the buffet. South on I-25 at I-76, an accident there off to the right shoulder now, but slowing back to the Thornton Parkway or so. Now at CC's New Endless Meat Eater and Supreme Pan Pizzas on the buffet starting at just $5.99. Only at CC's. Prices and participation vary. Restrictions apply. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Here's Cargo. And this is dropped into shallow left. And it left helplessly for a base hit and a tie-up to baseball game. So Charlie comes trotting home. And that's a manufactured run. Charlie a single, a stolen base. Moved up on DJ's right side ground ball, and we're back even. What's the proper way to trot home, by the way? As Drew just acknowledged, uh, Charlie came trotting home. 
How would you trot home on a sack fly or let's just say you, it was an easy run scored. You weren't going to get thrown out at the plate. How do you trot home? You know, when you're crossing a street and there's a car waiting for you and you kind of act like you're mm-hmm. running, but you're really just yeah. basically going the same speed you're as speed, you were. You're speed walking, fake speed walking. And you kind of move your arms yeah. like, oh yeah, I'm trying to hurry for you. That's how you trot home. Do you remember that player for the old, um, the old uh, Jeffrey Leonard, San Francisco Giants? Remember the flat, yeah, one flat yeah. down every time he ran? His left arm would yes. move and his right arm he'd swing it. Don't you have to, there's a certain way you have to run to make it known this is me. That's pretty signature. Yeah. All right. Uh, we teased it in the previous segment. It's our list of all lists. And today's topic, I thought about this last night when I was watching the game. These are players in pro sports who aren't the stars of the team necessarily. Maybe they were former stars at some point. But they play a significant role in the success of that team. They're leaders in the locker room. They warrant respect. They demand respect. Without these guys, I call them glue guys, you don't win a championship. And every player I'm about to name here, the top ten, their teams were successful. They won championships. You can have a whole team of glue guys and win nothing. But every championship team has one. Ladies and gentlemen, top ten list, the top role players in Denver pro sports history. The Lombardi Show presents Almost for dramatic effect The list of all lists Here's number 10 Again, this might require some perspective You may not have heard of some of these names But it will jog your memory The 1986 Denver Broncos Super Bowl team The one that produced the drive You remember that team Very much so Lost to the Giants in Super in Bowl Super, 21 Exactly right They lost a game that they were leading, by the way But the one player on that team Again, not a prominent player Not even a starter But a guy who made big play after big play For many years on that team Steve Sewell The Swiss Army knife yeah. Of that Denver Broncos squad Yeah, he could uh, run the ball out of the backfield He could catch the ball uh, Lining up at receiver or out of the backfield He could throw the he, ball He could even throw the ball had a big catch down the middle of the field on the drive. You remember that. Very good. First round selection out of Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Steve Sewell. Next. Here's number nine. The 1995 Rockies team that lost to the Braves in the NL Divisional Series. Okay. Their first playoff foray. Every good team requires a role player who runs the room, who runs the clubhouse. And this guy did exactly that. Very successful as a reliever. And extremely successful sort of running things. Steve Reed. Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know how much of a glue guy well, I would if say you he talk was. to a lot of those players from that era, and I know you came up with John Vanderall, which is a good name, but if you talk to a lot of the players from that team, Reed ran the clubhouse. Did, did Matt Hurges make your list? Well, you have to wait to find out. Steve, Steve Reed. Steve Reed. Reed. Yes, okay. he did. Random reliever. Next. Here's number eight. Closest the Nuggets have ever come to winning an NBA championship. They lose to the uh, Lakers in, what, six games. And that was the Carmelo team, the George Carl team, the Kenyon Martin team. The Chauncey. The Chauncey team. We all remember the key the best players team in on Nuggets that team. History. But the one glue guy on that team, the guy that uh, made it possible on the defensive end, who did the little things, he actually started, didn't play much, but he started, Dante Jones. That's a great choice. He he did all the dirty work, and he gave that team just, and not that they didn't have enough nasty already, mm-hmm. but a little bit of edge, a little bit more nasty. Thuggets. He, he was Remember the guy Thuggets? that would trip Kobe Bryant yep. uh, and go toe-to-toe with him. Uh, Dante Jones was a very important part of that team. Next. Here's number seven. These kind of players aren't even considered football players at times. They make fun of them. They poke fun. You're not a football player. You're a kicker. But in 1977, this kicker, 
actually caught a pass in the end zone. This kicker is more known for kicking straight up with the toe of his foot. He wore the high tops. Jim Turner, key component to the 77 Orange Crush football team. Mm. What? They could have had... 50 different kickers and been just as Not good. Jim Turner with the high tops. Jim Turner is the worst Ring of Fame member the Broncos have. I won't argue that. Howard ranked the Ring of Famers. I won't He's argue that. Bottom. Jim Turner was essential. Oh, my God. He had the one play. Next. Here's number six. The old Doug Moe Nuggets teams, even the one that lost again to the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals, they were high-scoring, high-flying, Alex English, Kiki Vandeway, heck, little later with Fat Lever, those guys, they're nothing without this dude. T.R. Dunn. Theodore Roosevelt Dunn. He would be uh, more than happy to camp out in the corner, and if the ball ever came to him, he'd shoot a jump shot. He was a defensive stopper. He yep. took on the best. He played the best. He started every game. He was as good as it gets defensively. T.R. Next. Here's number five. Now we go to 07. And we go to those Rockies of 07. You suggested Matt Hurgis. I've got the name, and we know this name. He might be the greatest catcher in Rockies history mm. in terms of what he did behind the scenes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yorvi Torrealba. Yep. He was a key to that team. Man, they were better when he was in the lineup. God, I loved Yorvi. Do you remember that home run he hit in the rain against Arizona? I sure do. Yeah. yeah. He was Yorvi just a, he always was providing a spark, seemed to get, get the big hit, managed the pitching staff. And he was emotional, right? He was emotional. I love the emotional. Yorvi Torrealba. He was a cra- Could you, would you take Yorvi right now as your catcher? Yes. Without a doubt. Next. Here's number four. When the Broncos won back-to-back Super Bowls, they did so with an explosive offense. Offense was the part of that team that played best, right? I mean, defensively, yeah. they made do. Yeah. Offense was it. One offensive player who didn't get enough credit, but certainly did behind the scenes, Howard Griffith, fullback. Very key member of that team. Uh Certainly was the lead blocker for TD and opened a lot no of holes. No doubt about he, it. He was the unsung hero. I wasn't going to give it to Elway, obviously. I wasn't going to give it to McCaffrey or Rod Smith. Those guys made all the plays. It's the guy who helped make all the plays. It was Howard Griffin. Didn't he have touchdowns in both Super Bowls? Or at least Super Bowl 33 he I, had a touchdown. I uh, know he had a, t- a touchdown in the AFC title game in Pittsburgh. He had two, I believe, in Super Bowl 33. Yeah. I don't think he scored in Super Bowl 32. John had one and TD, I think, had three. Next. Here's number three. The second Stanley Cup championship for the Colorado Avalanche. This was number two. The 0-1 team. The 0-1 team. Another one of those third, fourth line players who grinded in the corners, who's great in the community, most known for after winning that cup. He kept his uniform on for 24 hours after. Remember, he didn't take it off. He went to bed with his uniform on, full uniform. Sean Podine. Okay. I mean, the uniform story is quirky. No, but he did a lot of quirky stuff behind the scenes. Those who covered the avalanche back then may agree with me. He was a great role player. Remember with this list, this list is the greatest role players. They don't win it without Sean Podine? You never know. He was a great role player on that specific team. I mean, it wins seven. You never know. Jim Turner and Sean Podine. We got another Avs player. Here's number two. It's my list, James. <laughs> it was my list with Hank Williams. And these Jr. are role players. <laughs> these aren't stars. I know. I got number you. two is another Avalanche player helping win cup number one. He came over in that trade with Patrick Waugh. Everybody talks about Patrick Waugh in that deal. Essential. 
But I don't think they win that cup without Mike Keane. Okay, I buy that one. I like that one better. Mike Keane was just matter of fact. Did, what Keener? are you smiling about? Oh, you, don't even, you weren't even born then. Were you more of a Mike Keane or a Mike Ricci guy? Uh, Mike Keane did a lot more in the in the room than Ricci did, apparently. I keep hearing stories about Keane, what kind of leader he was. I just like this list because we could have come up with a hundred guys. Well, I know, but this is my list. And you put Mike Keane at well, this is two? my this is my perspective. See, again, you have to respect my perspective here. You weren't even born then. <laughs> yes, I was. Do you remember Mike Keane? Of course. If you saw Mike Keane on the street, would you know what he looked like? I would. Fellow Ginger. Last but not least. Here's number one. This is going to be controversial. Mike Keane was number two? Yeah. This is going to be controversial here. Because this is a guy that could make the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And he's a role player? Yes, on that team he was. On this team he was a role player. He wasn't the best player. He wasn't the best player in his position. He didn't even play the entire season. He played half the season. But without him and without his speech the night before Super Bowl 50, the Broncos don't win that game. It's DeMarcus Ware. Again, this is my list. Uh, you my know what? category. By the time he came here, he wasn't the great He was not DeMarcus that Ware. That season, remember how many games he missed that season? Remember they had to rest him because he kept getting injured? He didn't play. He didn't play. But come playoff time, he was ready to go, and he played his best in the playoffs. And he... He said and leaved and saved his best for the playoffs. He jacked up Tom Brady and Cam Newton. Yes. He did. Yeah. That speech though, mm-hmm. which is legendary, the speech he gave in the hotel, team hotel, player hotel, the night before Super Bowl 50, will live in infamy. Okay. I'll buy that one. He's not typically what you think of when you think of a role player though. That team that year he was. I would think more Jordan Norwood. That year, that team he was. Again, this is my list. These are the definition is mine, we, not we, yours. We've established it's your list. Thanks, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> I just we get to go get, go get coffee. Uh, like normally, there's some interaction here. It's All good right. to debate this stuff. <laughs> Give it to us no. one more time. Top ten role players in Denver history. Top ten role players. Again, these have to be players that uh, participated in division titles, championships. Not just bad teams, but good teams. Steve Sewell, number 10. Steve Reed from the Rockies, 95 team. Dante Jones, Nuggets. Jim Turner, 77. T.R. Dunn, 6. Your Victoriaba, 5. Howard Griffith, 4. Sean Podine, 3. Mike Keene, 2. And DeMarcus Ware, post-Hall of Fame football player DeMarcus Ware. He was not a Hall of Fame player that year. He was Hall of Fame in, Hall of Fame in the locker room, that's for sure. Text line's already killing you. You missed so many. Oh, that's beauty of this list. I, the, how can you possibly do 10? How can Birdman not be on your list? Because he was too prominent on the team. No, he he, was he played the, like 12 minutes a game. Birdman was in the dunk contest. Everybody knew Birdman. That was the 09 team. He was like the key no, off Bird, the bench. No, no. Dante was, Jones is a better role player. He was more, he knew his role. How was Bill Hands like not on this list? He should have been, but TR Dunn beat him out. And you know how much the, I love Billy? Yui Krupp not on this list. He literally won the team of San Luis. Too Cup. big of a role. Too prominent a role. Yeah, when I think 96 stars, I think Yui Cruz. Hey, I, I, I H.W., think, know your role! I think to be able to make this list, you can't have been an all-star or a pro bowler. That's fine. But you know what? The year that DeMarcus Ware made my list, he was not. He was neither of the above. He was not an all-star. He wasn't a pro bowler. He was DeMarcus Ware in his final year of pro football. Well, I'm, I'm going to confirm that. Yeah, that's fine. I think you're right. Know your role. Yeah, Policy. you're no longer necessary, <laughs> H.W. You got the Vic Lombardi show. 
Here's what's in play on Altitude 950. Hey, it's me, Mark Mosier. Join me and Larry H. Mellor Nissan 104th this Friday from 1 to 3 p.m. Right now, they're overstocked, and they need to clear out the entire lot. It's Nissan's bottom line, and they've been authorized to offer vehicles at prices so low, I can't even say them on the air. It's going to knock your socks off. Come see me, Larry H. Mellor Nissan, this Friday, 1 to 3 on 104th. Get more info now at Altitude950.com. Get power to spare with a Honda generator, and you'll never be left in the dark again. Honda puts clean, economical, portable power when and where it's needed most, when you least expect it. Honda generators all have easy-starting, dependable Honda engines to keep the power going. Get turned on to a Honda generator from AIS Industrial and Construction Supply in Denver and enjoy for home or play. Visit AISIND.com. When powerful storms in late June damaged over a 1,000 vehicles at Johnson Auto Plaza, insurance adjusters ordered every vehicle sold, regardless of profit. It was game on. Hi, this is Alan Roach from My Car Guys at Johnson Auto Plaza with a hail liquidation update. Since the incredible storms hit, hundreds of hail-damaged vehicles have been sold at Johnson, saving buyers thousands on top of summer clearance event incentives. The response has been overwhelming, hectic, that's for sure. But there's plenty more. More deeply discounted cars and trucks to sell. Some vehicles have already been repaired and still being offered with thousands of dollars off. Clearly marked with a yellow dot on the windshield. These are side by side with many vehicles that have not been repaired with even bigger discounts. The Johnson family's committed to doing what it takes to sell every new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler on their lot, regardless of profit. Don't miss this special buying opportunity at Johnson's. You'll be amazed at the savings. Just north of E470 on Highway 85, Johnson Auto Plus. Hey there, Denver. It's your boy, Ryan Harris. Are you feeling the aches and pains of growing older? Do your knees and back ache? Well, my friends, I've got a solution for you, and it is the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. Listen, after my 10-year NFL career, I had plenty of aches and pains that I just needed fixed if I was going to live a happy life. And one of the ways I did so while avoiding surgery was through stem cell therapy. I had stem cells placed in my knee, and I was, in fact, able to continue to play in the NFL for one more year. The Center for Spine and Orthopedics offers the best in stem cell therapy. They are an independent physician-owned office that has MRI on the premises. That means lower cost and less time. And if you need something beyond stem cells, they have over 40 years of collective experience with knee, elbow, back, and neck surgeons who can help you live pain-free. So give my friends a call at 303-287-2800. That's 303-287-2800. Or visit them online at centerforspineandortho.com. Cool 105 presents Cool Concert 2018, starring Rick Springfield. Live. Also starring Loverboy. With special guests Jim Blossoms and Tommy Two-Tone. Saturday, September 22nd, Pepsi Center. Reserve seats starting at just 10.50. On sale now at LiveNation.com and all Altitude ticket outlets. When you're hot, you're hot. <laughs> when you're not, you're not. Put all your money in. Let's roll them again. When you're hot, you're hot. Yeah. It's hot. Really hot. But during the summer clearance event at Medved Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, the offers on new vehicles are even hotter. Get financing as low as 0% APR up to 72 months on select Ram trucks for those who qualify. Monthly finance charge equals $13.89 per thousand financed. When you're hot, you're hot. And when you're not, you're not. Put all your money in. Let's roll them again. When you're hot, you're hot. Go to Medved Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram.com and click on the specials button. When you're hot, you're hot. 
Medved is hot. Just minutes south of Lincoln on the I-25 corridor, depart the 181 ramp Castle Rock. Online at medvedchryslerdodgejeepram.com. When you hot, you hot. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. A report of an accident now northbound Spirit Auraria Parkway, so watch for activity there. Traffic is brought to you by Zequel Pure Z's. You have an accident at Boulder Turnpike westbound. It looks like it's off to the shoulder now at Cherry Vale, slowing traffic back to Northwest Parkway. How'd you sleep last night? Not great? Then try new Zequel Pure Z's, a drug-free melatonin gummy with a unique botanical blend that helps you fall asleep naturally with no next-day grogginess. New Zequel Pure Z's. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude. 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. And Desmond hits this ball deep to right field. Rays back and it is off the very top of the wall. Two runs are going to score. Desmond heading towards third. And he is safe with a triple. Rockies beat the Padres last night 6-2. Still a game and a half behind the Diamondbacks, who are idle today. Dodgers lost last night, which is good news for Rockies fans. Uh, I just came up with my top ten list of greatest role players in Denver pro sports history during my generation, I guess. I go back as far as I possibly can, the 77 team. Uh, then I've got different sports. A lot of people upset with this list, but you have to understand it's very subjective. It's impossible scientifically to it come is. up with the top ten. It's extremely. I, I just think of that seventy-seven team, and there are a lot of role players. I go with on Joe that Rizzo team. on that team. That was, you took the name right out. I of my had mouth. Joe Rizzo on my list, but then I said, you know what, Jim Turner, kickers never get all the respect they deserve. He wore the high top shoes. How about Norris Weiss? Yeah, but you know, backup quarterbacks, you can't give it to a backup quarterback. He threw the pass to Jim Turner that you're so enamored ah, with. He played too big a role too, because Craig Morton was hurt a lot, and Norris Weiss played too much. Sorry. God, you, I, you, you're constantly moving the goalposts yeah. on am. this list. Man, Bob, this is what happens. Bob and Boulder hit you up, and he says, with all due respect, Stefan Yell was a yes. more important yes, checking you're right. See, I'm going to miss Pody. a lot of names. I'm, I remember Yeller in that, um, <laughs> in that, in that run to the cup. In 01, uh, when they beat St. Louis in St. Louis, Yeller yeah. scored an overtime goal in that series, which was essential. Hockey nicknames are either huh. you add ER or you add IE. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not going to dispute that. Keener, give me some tough. more guy. Come on. Give right. me more we'll, texts we'll, we'll that come the text in. Line. Here we Patty? go. 6113 says Andre Miller. Has to be on the list. No, he's a starter. Yeah, uh, th- th- come on. You can't have a starting point guard as your role player. DeMarcus well, Ware was a starter. Now, yeah, but DeMarcus didn't play half the season. Again, I gave you why. T.R. Dunn was a starter. Dante Jones was a starter. Yeah, but, but t- I get it. You know what I mean. I get uh, it. Uh, uh, if you're an essential point guard, you're never a role player. You know you're the team. I mean. No, not really. Well, actually. if you don't know what I mean, tough luck. Uh, Alexei <laughs> Gusarov. You know, he smoked a lot of Marlboros. <laughs> uh, he did smoke. 0023 says, Charles Johnson, see you buffs. I'm, this isn't college football. This is pro sports. Understand was, the category. Uh, Orange Bowl MVP. Yeah, understand the category. Ooh, we got a couple good ones here. Yeah. 3899, Jason Giambi. Yes. Yep, missed that one. The golden thong. Good role player. Very good yeah, role but, player. Yeah, gosh. Seth Smith could fill that role. Yeah, a lot of guys Coming could. off the bench. I chose, I chose your Vitorialba in 07. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. The year that Giambi was here, how far did they get? 
They didn't make the World Series. Okay, end of story. I I chose a better team. But off that team, are you just going with? Uh, I mean, Yorvi was a part time player. Kaz Matsui was was he? Kaz had a too great, much. Kaz had a great run. Corey Sullivan. Kaz Corey's Ryan listen, All these guys certainly worthy of nomination. I'm asking you when I say who was the glue? When who's the glue behind the scenes? Yorvi. You can even ask those guys so, you mentioned. These are guys, though, that were vital to a team's success, but they're never going to end up on a ring of fame. They're never going to have their no, jersey retired. Never, never. But you know what? They don't win those championships. They don't win those games. They don't have that success without them. Howard Griffith is case in point. That He was a great selection. That Howard, was a very without Howard Griffith, that run game, I don't think is as good as it, no. as it was. It's not. I, I would agree with you on that one. Uh, 1001 says no J.R. Smith. That's just a troll job. Yeah. Uh, Dan Hinote? Yeah. Or Hinote is how I pronounced his name for his first week. There was a period of time in Denver sports history where every single girl in Denver was dating, dating Dan Hinote. Dan Hinote at some point. Uh, There's no doubt about it. I was, Those are simpler times. I was single at the time, <laughs> and the number of people I met who were dating Dan Hinote, yeah. it was remarkable. Pretty much everybody. Yes. Hey, do you know Dan Hinote? Yeah, I'm dating him. <laughs> Adam Deadmarsh. Yeah, played too prominent to roll. No. Sorry. David Bruton. Yeah, he could qualify. Well, he's in the same category then as Kayvon Webster, a special teams guy. So when you tell me Andy Janovich is a great special teams player, mm-hmm. I'm going to bring you David Bruton and Kayvon Webster. Adam in Westminster says, come on, Vic, I can't believe you didn't have Keith Burns on this list. Ooh, Poppycock. That's a good one. That's a that's good a, one. That is a real good one. That's a really I mean, he good made one. the roster year yeah. after year after year and really never played on the defense. Yeah. I'm not going to fight you on that one, Adam. Keith Bur- Bur- Burnsy. Burnsy was good. Burnsy was good. He's this... coaching somewhere now. Yeah, where he was he in Atlanta? He's a coach somewhere. This texter gave you five names. Chris yeah. Anderson. No, nope, nope. hey, stop, stop with Chris Anderson. I love, I love Birdman. One of my favorite nuggets of all times. But he played too big a role on the team to be a role player. Sorry. Kaz Matsui. Kaz is a good one. Yui Krupp. Played too big a role. Ryan Harris. Yeah. You know what? I had Ryan on my list. I did. I, you know what? I'll go as far as say this. Super Bowl 50, the offensive line had issues, correct? Yes. Okay. I don't think they win that Super Bowl without leadership on that front side, and I think Ryan Harris provided a lot of it. I wouldn't argue that point. Uh, someone's mad you didn't have Chris Simon from the Avs 96 team. Role was... Uh, yes. Yes. He, he, his role was to what? Be the enforcer? Yes. Yeah. Similar I mean, to Scott Parker. That's why this list is so subjectively beautiful. That's why your list was such a great idea. Yes. That's what you're saying. Well, no, what I'm telling you is the lists that are just cemented in and you can't make any, you can't debate it. What, what use is What's that? What's the point? What, you yeah. know, when you can debate something, isn't that why we do this? This is an interesting yeah. one. 7732 is mad that you left Bubby Brister off the list. Mm. Started four you games, know what? went four and all. Yeah, and he, he was big in the locker room too. Yeah. You have to understand something. The, the names I have here aren't just performance based. It's how much accountability they enforce in the locker room. It's how much weight they carry in the locker room or the clubhouse. But for you to have Jim Turner and not have Jason Elam is just Jim, laughable. Jason Elam is a, Jason Elam's the best kicker in franchise history. Well, they're both on the ring of fame. You're right, though. When you compare those two careers, right, it's not even close. And w- they're both it's, they're both equal on see, that ring of fame. Therein lies the danger of the ring of fame. Yeah. Putting guys in before you establish an identity in your franchise. You know what? There should be no ring of fame for a franchise that's 
15 years or younger. You you should wait 20 years. The Broncos jumped the gun and put together a ring of fame when they didn't have enough great players in their history to warrant a, uh, mm-hmm. a ring of fame. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bias Michael says Tory Craig. Gotta win something. Yeah. 9707 with an interesting one. Trendon Holiday. If Raheem Moore doesn't do what he does, we're he, talking about Trendon single-handedly winning that yeah, game. He, he won that playoff. He would have won that you, playoff. You're exactly yeah. right. Trendon Holiday. When I say that name, and, and be honest, shut your eyes. I want you to close your eyes if you're driving right now. Just close them. If I say the name Trendon Holiday, what comes to mind? Explosive. Hey, the guy made. Play. What's the first thing that comes to mind? Explosive in your what, about your head? Uh, running the ball out in Super Bowl okay. forty-eight. So a negative comes to mind, right? A negative. Is this like a psychological yes, test? Yes, we'll save this for Doctor. How about Travis the here. one where? You, how about the time he dropped the ball at the one-yard line and okay, see what I'm saying? Return. A negative comes to mind. Jesse Trio. When I say Trendon Holiday, what comes to mind? Uh, playmaker. Okay, how about uh, Marty? I don't even know why I'm asking you this question, so I won't. When I say Trendon Holiday, a lot of people will go to the negative. He is. Rightfully and should be one of the greatest special teams performances in the history of professional football. That game against Baltimore forever lost because of what happened with Raheem Moore. That game against Baltimore was the very reason the the Broncos were in that game. He took two back. He took two kicks back in one game. Would have been the hero of the game. And we don't even remember it or care to remember it because of Raheem Moore and what happened in that game. That is correct. You're accurate, but the one, the things I pointed out were also accurate. Trenton Holiday was feast or famine. He was. He was just a better version of Isaiah mm-hmm. McKenzie. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, 8134 says, I should have made the list. I appreciate that. Brian and Littleton says, the best role player on the Vic Lombardi show is B. Pollen. Well, it's a vital role. Without it, I mean, how, how would we have gotten through those shows? Earl Thir- Boykins. Is another Thir- suggestion. 1356, Robert Pack. For those who remember. Yeah. That Nuggets team. That upset the number one seeded Seattle Sonics. Robert Pack. That's big. That team had a lot of role players. Brian Williams. Oh my goodness. He was a, he was big. Reggie Williams. Um, cause Mahmoud started. Robert Pack came off the bench. That, that team was loaded with good role players. You know, it's players. funny. I was watching that game the other night. That was a talented Nuggets roster. Mahmoud, Bryant Stith, LaFonso Ellis, Dikembe Mutombo. And Reggie Williams. That's they your starting five. Good players. Brian Williams and Robert Pack came off the bench. That team was loaded. But the way Dikembe and the, the value of a shot blocker again, it wasn't just the, the shots he blocked. It's the ones he altered. It's the psyche he set forth because he was under the rim and guys did not know what to do about it. Sean, it took yeah. Sean Camp out of the series. Yeah. Sean Camp was lost. It totally changed complexions of games. All right. This is fun. I like any walk down memory lane, Vic. Yeah, I know you do. Up next, my top ten list of Northland graduates. Do our top ten altitude nine fifty role players? Uh, we may not have (laughs) ten. We may not have ten. Uh, coming up a little bit later, we will visit with Aaron Taylor at nine thirty. He's calling the CSU football game this weekend. CSU kicks off. Football season's here. Is it at home? They're gonna be ten, twelve thousand people elbowing their way in. They play Hawaii Already. for a, on, on, a, on a Friday night, Saturday, night, Saturday, five thirty Hawaii. Oh, yeah, they'll be. It was good to see that Coach Bobo was back yesterday, yes. Vic, yes. blocking to the stadium for that one. I don't know if I would uh, bring up stadiums right now because they got a brand spanking new one. And I'll take Folsom nice. Field all day long. It over looks that. pretty nice. I'll He's coming Folsom up at nine thirty. Doctor Travis and nine up next. Marty O and his sugar fix on the Vic Lombardi show. 
Here we go. Altitude 950 is the home of the Denver Nuggets. The season is getting closer. And all this week, you better keep it on the Nugget Station. We could be putting you at 11 of the hottest games of the year. Yes! That's big. The Warriors, Lakers, Celtics, and more. 11 games in all. That's a baller move right there. Keep it on Altitude 950 all day to qualify. Each show will draw a grand prize winner on Friday. Good luck from Altitude 950. I love my job. If you want to do what I do, listen up. The Colorado Media School will teach you all aspects of radio and television. Call the Colorado Media School at 303-937-7070. Hey, it's Mark Mosher for Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th. And right now, they're overstocked and need to clear out the line. Buy a vehicle from them this weekend and they will pay off your trade. Get up to $10,000 off MSRP on a brand new 2018 Titan just like I did. I-25 to 104th online at LHMNissan104.com. Driven by you. Stock number DN1691, last date of NJN5, 169.99, MSRP 46,850, sale price 36,850. Dealer retains all rebates, OAC plus tax title license and includes 599 dealer handling fee. Offer ends 831.18. Getting out of debt can seem impossible, but it doesn't have to be that way. Mark Mosier here with Gabby Maldon from American Financing. Now, Gabby, explain to me how a low-rate mortgage can help you get out of debt faster. By having high balances on credit cards or student loans, you're getting hit with double-digit interest fees that can deplete your savings. Manage debt smarter by consolidating it into a lower-rate home loan. You can save up to $1,000 a month, and you'll pay less in overall interest. You may even be able to improve your credit score. You know, that makes so much sense. A mortgage rate that's 5% or less versus a credit card that's as high as 24%. Why wouldn't you move that debt into your home loan? Guys, it's time for you to stop wasting money on interest fees and start saving up to $1,000 a month. Call now and you can close in as fast as 10 days. 303-695-7000. and tell them Mark Mosier sent you. Or go to AmericanFinancing.net, the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. And MLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Get power to spare with a Honda generator, and you'll never be left in the dark again. Honda puts clean, economical, portable power when and where it's needed most, when you least expect it. Honda generators all have easy-starting, dependable Honda engines to keep the power going. Get turned on to a Honda generator at Broadway Total Power in Englewood and enjoy for home or play. Visit BroadwayTotalPower.com. If you thought all sports bars were the same, well, then you haven't been to the neighborhood Hilltop Tap House in Parker. The Hilltop is the only bar in Parker with the Pac-12 network on dozens of TVs, so no matter where you sit, you can catch all the action. And on Sundays, the Tap House has all the pro games. Yeah, enjoy a pregame breakfast with their incredible Ultimate Bloody Mary Bar. Ghost peppers and bacon, anyone? The Hilltop in Parker. Off of Parker Road and Hilltop, if the lot's full in the front, you can always park in the back. But come park it for football all season long at the Hilltop in Parker. When you're hot, you're hot. <laughs> when you're not, you're not. Put all your money in and let's roll them again. When you're hot, you're hot, yeah. It's hot, really hot. But at Medved Chevrolet Buick GMC, the offers are even hotter. Get hail sale discounts without the hail damage. Plus, no payments until fall or financing as low as 0% APR up to 72 months on select vehicles for those who qualify. When you're hot, you're hot. And when you're not, you're not. Put all your money in. Let's roll them again. When you're hot, you're hot. Just go to MedvedChevroletBuickGMC.com and click on the specials button. When you're hot, you're hot. <laughs> when you're not, you're not. Medved is hot. 
Just minutes south of Lincoln on the I-25 corridor to part the 181 ramp Castle Rock. Online at MedvedChevroletBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. Experience the new Buick. Oh, when you hot, you hot. The Altitude 950 traffic update. A bit of improvement on the drive, although northbound I-25 still seeing some slowing between Ridgegate Parkway to C-470, southbound 225 slowing Parker to Yosemite. Traffic is brought to you by CeCe's, new endless pan pizzas, now on the buffet. If you're on C-470, expect slower speeds eastbound Kipling to Platte Canyon, westbound between Ken Carroll and Morrison Road. Now at CeCe's, new endless meat eater and supreme pan pizzas on the buffet starting at just $5.99. Only at CeCe's, prices and participation vary. Restrictions apply. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Altitude 950's continuing Bronco coverage brought to you by Brandon Companies. Currently seeking qualified candidates for many positions. Check them out at brandon1.com. Brought to you by Honda Power Equipment. Super quiet, fuel efficient, sensitive electronics. And by the Urology Center of Colorado, located just north of the Bronco Stadium, online at tucc.com. All right, coming up uh, at 9 o'clock, uh, Dr. Travis Heath. We have a lot of topics to hit the doctor uh, this morning. God, can we use a doctor? Right now, let's bring in Marty O, the little sugar. sugar. It's time for your morning sugar fix. Instant sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar hit high. Sugar high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Woo-hoo-hoo. Sugar slam. Shake that. <laughs> I think you know you asked me about Trent and Holiday, and yeah. this is actually the first thing that came to mind. He's definitely a uh, a guy that's played football. <laughs> that just popped. That just popped so, in my mind. Somebody on the text line says, "When I say Trent and Holiday, they immediately think of Pat McAfee lighting him up on the sideline." Remember when that? Yeah. Oh my goodness, the guy's like five three, one hundred and twenty. Big deal. You hit him hard. Well, and then McAfee got hit with the random drug test the next day. You remember that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And now he works. What, he's at Barstool. Barstool. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Kobe Bryant turning 40 years old today. He played the Nuggets 64 times in the regular season. He was 42 and 22 against them. Average 25, 5 and 5. Uh, I can't recall a player getting booed more lustily than Kobe Bryant. You know, the conversation is always Michael v. LeBron. I think Kobe Bryant belongs in that conversation. Oh, man, you're nuts. I'm not. I'm not. In what regard was he not as good as those two players? Uh, he had more to work with. Oh, he had better supporting staff. He played with Shaq for the first part of his career. Okay, he won two titles without Shaq. Name me the great players that were on that team well, with he had, him. But he had Pau Gasol in his prime. Pau Gasol. <laughs> That's who it was. Pau Gasol, that, was, that's hey, your answer? What was the name of name the, year, the second best Lakers player? The year that the teams. Nuggets lost to the Lakers in the Western Conference final. Who was that other seven footer who just phased Andrew out? Andrew Bynum? Yeah, remember, remember how good he was in his prime and then just fell off? He was a prick though. Remember he was like parking in handicapped spots and stuff? Yeah, but he just fell off entirely. Alright, Kobe Bryant, you got the ball with five seconds left. 
Who do you who would you Michael rather Jordan. have? Michael Jordan. Okay. James. Michael Jordan. You'd rather have LeBron taking that shot than Kobe Bryant. Did you know LeBron has more wow. It's now than a three-person battle. Rocker. I'll take Michael. You guys can have both of those guys. I'll take right. Michael get against both of those guys. Part of it is having a killer instinct, and Kobe Bryant is is near the top of that list. It's he and Michael. Give me Joe Kapicki. I right, sticking with basketball legends. Jeremy Lin turning 30 years old today. <laughs> he had a good month once. He averaged uh, 21 <laughs> points, four rebounds, and eight assists in February of 2012. Has yeah. anybody had a better run for a shorter period than Jeremy Lin? Like that one Haley's Comet you see? Yeah, he is. He was the definition of a supernova, wasn't he? He came in quick out of nowhere wow. and then just disappeared. And he was in New York. It was the perfect town for it. I mean, Man. Tebow was a good four-month deal. Tebow was four months of greatness. Four months of just wow. Yeah. Jeremy Lin was four weeks. Plus he had the great nickname, Lin Sanity. I yeah. mean, that just, that can take off by itself. All right. Non basketball legends. Everybody loves having a guy to hate. And I don't think anybody in this town likes Yusuf Nurkic. He's turning 24 today. He's only 24? 24, yeah. I was surprised by that. I would have guessed 28, 29. Who's 24? Yusuf Nurk. Nurkic. Yusuf Nurkic. He looks like he's 35. Yeah, that's why that shocks me. 24. You know, it shouldn't shock us anymore. Uh, again, this professional, if you look at any professional sports roster, take a look at the Broncos roster. Everybody's young now, man. Nobody, Nobody's above the age of 30 That's because we're old. No, but it used to be where most guys played into their 30s and they were still essential members of the team. They're, it's not that way anymore. Look at hockey rosters. Everybody's young. How does it make you feel that all your favorite athletes are millennials? I love him. I love millennials. I devote a segment to millennials on the show. Okay. Interesting title for that segment, too. All right. Uh, this day in 1952, the Giants' Bob Elliott was at bat. He uh, got a first strike on him. He argued it, got tossed from the game. His teammate Bobby Hoffman comes off the bench to finish the at-bat. He strikes out looking. Then he gets ejected for arguing. So two ejections and one at-bat. Boy, that umpire must have had a... Uh... Dicey strike zone that day. Mm-hmm. You're telling me. Uh, I, every time I watch a Major League Baseball game, I, I can't wait for the strike zone to be just a, a laser that sits up there. And I don't understand why we have humans trying. If we could see it at home and we could see what a strike is on the Toyota strike box, why do we need a human being? Do we see that change in the next 10 years? i say the next five years. I mean, baseball, other than maybe plays at first or plays at second, you really don't need a human to. You can have a human game. back there, all right, for the play at home. You can have a human just stand back there. Yeah. But to call balls and strikes when the box is what we see at home, we all see it. It just makes him look stupid. Well, and the argument would be, oh, it's not 100 percent accurate. Well, neither are umpires. Exactly. The box would be more accurate. Yeah. Right, exactly. Name, name a sport where technology has completely changed the game in terms of how they call in and out. Tennis. Tennis. What a great piece of technology, right? And, and they could do the same thing in baseball. There's no reason not An to. An outstanding, because the game can stop. Yeah. It's not like a free-flowing game like basketball or football. Correct. The game can stop, and you can make the proper call. Correct. I just say in 2001, Jason Jennings makes his major league debut. He throws a complete game shutout and goes three for five in that game. He would win rookie of the year in 2002. That was against the Mets, correct? Correct. In New York City. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget that game. I thought this guy was going to be a star. Yeah. It was Shea Stadium. Is that Jason Jennings? <laughs> that was Shea Stadium. Yeah. All right, on this day in 2007, the first hashtag is used on Twitter by a man named Chris Messina. The tweet was, how do we feel about using the pound sign for groups, as in hashtag bar camp? And ever since then, it's taken off. He invented that? He invented it, yeah. Now, that's an invention. 
That was uh, that was a guy that was ahead of his time. I invented something on social media that really it never took off, but it's my invention. You know, everybody does a selfie. It's termed a selfie. Yeah. When really it never is a selfie. If you're taking a photo of me and you and you got your arms stretched out, that's not a selfie. I deemed it groupy. A groupie? A groupie. If it's more than one person? Yes. Okay, but a lot of selfies are just yourself. Yeah, but most selfies, people are taking photos of groups. That's a groupie. But you're taking a picture of yourself in that group. It's not a selfie. I don't, but, think, I don't think I like I like where you're going. I don't like the term. By the way, fellas, not to interrupt the sugar fix too Again? much, but Patrick Saunders is now reporting that Matt Holiday is starting today for the Rockets. Oh, my goodness. Starting in left field. Starting? You are overly excited about this Matt Holiday thing. I think I've changed my tune. I don't like walking down memory lane. You can cross the same r- river. It's never the same water. This is not going to end well. <laughs> Hot take, 857. Manchester doesn't like Matt Holiday starting for the Rockies tonight. I Speaking of Matt Holiday, this day in 2011, Matt Holiday is forced to leave the game when he gets a moth stuck in his right ear. He's treated in the trainer's room where a utensil extracted the insect and it came out still alive. That is such a baseball injury. Isn't it? A, a moth in the ear? That would freak me out. It's still alive, so it's, you know... It's in there flopping around. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. I was looking at my dad's ear yesterday. He's got a hair that's about five inches long from his ear. At I want to pull that sucker out so bad. At what age do you just stop caring about that stuff? Uh, obviously, he has. He, he's at that point. <laughs> but how come your mom doesn't care about it? I don't know, dude. I mean, he could curl his ear hair. Does your mom call him Easy? Easy E? No, different names you may not want to hear. <laughs> All right, and that's it, fellas. Marty, what'd you leave on the cutting room floor? Uh, this day in 1989, the Expos mascot Yuppie becomes the first mascot to be thrown out of a baseball game. Him and Tommy Lasorda got into it, and uh, Tommy Lasorda got him got him booted because Yuppie kept pounding on the uh, the roof of the dugout, making a loud noise. He didn't like it. <laughs> That's pretty damn funny, actually. If you're a mascot and you get thrown out of a game, that is so good. I wonder if he got fired for that. I wonder if the guy who played Yuppie, Ru- is that his name? Rupee? Rufy? What was his name again, Eric? Yuppie. Yuppie. What if he got booted? You know what the dumbest mascots are those Olympic mascots? They're awful. Every year they come up with some ridiculous so bad. Look. Why can't they just come up with a mascot and have it every time? Mm-hmm. That would be better. Like every country has its own version. Oh, they're so bad. Too. It's really bad. Coming up next, the good doctor, Travis Heath, who joins us every Thursday. If you have any issues you'd like to discuss, now is the time. You can text the show 30933. That's 30933. And then at 930, CBS Sports Network's Aaron Taylor, Notre Dame grad, he'll be calling the CSU Wyoming game on Saturday. A uh, quick little tidbit from a texter. Uh, Bob Davidson, Colorado native, was the one who kicked UP out of the game. He did? Mm-hmm. Wow, Colorado connection all around. And UP did not get fired. The Lombardi Show returns right after this reset. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up on Saturday night, the Rapids are back at Dick's Sporting Goods Park to take on Real Salt Lake. Kickoffs at 7 o'clock with Connor Kate on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche. Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Hey, don't forget, if you hear the drop, 
the Gary Harris drop in the bucket, the game winner, Gary Harris last year, to beat uh, Oklahoma City at Pepsi Center. If you hear that, be the third caller for a chance to win a quarter season plan of tickets. 11 of the most exciting Nuggets games this season. We're going to give them away tomorrow on this show. So tomorrow you'll get the identity of our winner. Today, if you hear that, that game winner from uh, Gary Harris, be the third caller. And you're in the running. Let's go to the hotline as we welcome him every Thursday to the show, the good doctor, Travis Heath. Doctor, how are you? I'm good, man. Uh, that quarter season ticket thing sounded pretty good to me. Can, you know, I, can I enter to win? I, I'm not saying this because I'm a KSE employee or a shill for the Nuggets, but I'm hearing more and more people like interested in going to games. You know, you can feel it yeah. bubbling. Can't you? Can you feel it? Oh, Oh, for sure, man. Like, even people that don't, like, know a lot about basketball are asking me about Michael Porter Jr. They're like, what's the deal with this guy? And, you know, uh, sometimes they pronounce Jokic with the hard J still, but at least they, like, know who his <laughs> like who he is, right? They've heard of him. So, like, even among casuals, I, I, I hear it all the time. So, yeah, I mean, it's – and a quarter season, man, that's a – that's a heck of a deal right there. That isn't. Uh, let me start with the breaking news here, Doctor, because uh, Matt yeah. Holiday has been recalled by the Rockies. He will start in the outfield yeah. tonight at the age of 38. Uh, going back in yeah. history, the Rockies are. And uh, Manchester uh, immediately said he doesn't like where this is headed. Do you think sometimes pro franchises fall in love with their history too much? And is this that case, or is this a legit, hey, this guy's going to help us? I think both can be true. Like, I think pro sports franchises do fall in love with their history. And we see this often, you know, in all sports where, the, you know, guys will go off to another team and they'll come back. I mean, we saw that with, like, Shannon Sharp, right, when he came back to Denver. Not to imply he couldn't play at the end of his career, but he wasn't the same player. So, yeah, I mean, I think you see that. But on the other hand, uh, Matt Holiday. Now, if the Rockies were to make the playoffs and you were thinking about a playoff roster, my only question is, like, his defensive abilities at this point, right? He was never, like, a great defensive player. But, you know, uh, I, I think coming into September, right, when the rosters expand and all that, taking a look at Matt Holiday, why not? Like, uh, does he – I know this name's been brought up a lot, but does he capture some of that Jason Giambi kind of magic where he can come off the bench late in games and, and he can come up with big hits? So I think it's worth a look. I don't think you lose anything, but if if – for some reason you evaluate that he does you don't think he has it at the major league level then you can't just keep him for sentimental reasons well and that would be my concern is that you do keep him for sentimental reasons i mean it, it the phrase i use and it's one of my favorite sayings you can cross the same river it's never the same water i i have a feeling that the rockies are trying to rekindle something matt holiday's trying to rekindle something and you know it, it, to me there's the risk of you're you're going to inaccurately evaluate his impact because you're, you're you're looking at it through a lens that's a decade old it, it that's that's got to be a fair concern right yes that is a fair concern and uh you know I, I it wouldn't bother me at all if they gave him a look and then said sorry you know um uh, this isn't going to work out um but yeah of course it's a risk like and it's a risk in general in sports where we we see a guy for like who he once was, right? We don't we don't see him for who he is now. Like you see GMs do this all the time, and fans do this all the time. Where there's a play, like Carmelo Anthony in the NBA is a good example now. Where I hear people talk about Carmelo Anthony as though he's like 
this prolific scorer. He's not a pro. He's not a prolific scorer anymore. Like he's not a bad player, but he's like average now. But you hear Carmelo Anthony, you hear the name, and it's intoxicating, right? And I think there's the risk of that with Matt Holiday. Um, so yeah, I mean, does it impair the Rockies' judgment? I hope not. Like it, on one hand, if he came in and they thought he, they thought he couldn't play or someone else would be better uh, on the active roster. I'd actually have more respect for Brian Itch and company if they made a move like that and decided, eh, we, we have to go with a guy who's better even if he's not a named player. Dr. Travis Heath on the hotline with us. Doctor, the big news nationally, Ohio State suspends uh, their head coach, Urban yeah. Meyer, for three games after uh, that craziness that took place on his watch. My, my issue with uh, head coaches in college football is they're always telling us they know everything about their program, right? They follow every player, and then when something happens – on their watch, they go, I don't know, I don't know what happened. If, if Urban Meyer is a seven and six football coach rather than a national contender every year, does he have a job right now? Probably not. And, you know, to me, ignorance is not a defense in these cases. And I'm tired of ignorance being a defense. I'm tired of the well-being of people being secondary to money and Wins and of course wins and money in college sports are synonymous, right? I'm tired of college football coaches when they get hired and they get an extension, standing at the podium and talking about integrity and helping to raise quality young men, accountability, all of these buzzwords. And then in the real world, when it's time for coaches to do that, um, they shy away from it. Like I just, it all rings hollow to me at this point. I'm not saying that every D1 college football coach is this way. It's, of course, not true. But there's enough of it going around that I think it's problematic. And it sets a dangerous precedent, to be honest with you. Like, I was thinking about this. To me, it's not that much different from how a baseball player might factor PEDs into the equation. Now, hear me out here. What I mean is, like, let's say a dude takes PEDs and he gets a five-year, $50 million deal. Now, if he gets busted, what is it, like an 81-game suspension, yeah. which sounds awful. But if you factor that in financially, he gets 45 of the $50 million, sure. right? Yeah. And I'm afraid that coaches are going to start thinking about it this way, man, where they're like, hey, like, if something does happen, just play dumb. If you get if you get sort of caught up in it, then, you know, take your little three-game suspension, and then, you know, in two weeks, as fast as this media cycle moves, everyone will forget about it. And I'm just afraid that it sets a dangerous precedent. It's, it's not just coaches thinking that way. It's general managers, too. They're they're constructing these teams. Yep. They, they yep. realize. But, but I, I want to ask you the difference between performance enhancers and some of this other stuff that takes place. See, to me... The reason why the the people who take HGH, steroids, that whole era, the reason that doesn't bother me as much, all right, is because it affects you personally. It's one person. If it does something to you down the road, that's on you. This other stuff, the Urban Meyer affected a lot of people. It hurt a lot of people, you know. So the PEDs, I can live with that. Pro guy, they want to do PED yourself every single day. I don't care. It's the other stuff. And where do you draw that line? Yeah, and to me, you know, the analogy um, where 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 it's strong is to say that if you can if you can get away with something and not be punished severely and keep the majority of your money, then you you calculate that right. Like other coaches are watching what's happening with Urban Meyer. Okay, other coaches are watching this, and so they see. Like, oh, okay. If I were to, even if it's unconscious, if I were to get caught up in something like this, 
I just sort of have to play dumb, plead ignorance. And even if I really get my feet held to the fire, just don't say anything specific. Take your slap on the wrist and move along. And so that's why it's dangerous. And you're right, Vic, it does affect so many more people. You know, the NCAA invests all this energy in, like, athletes selling Air Jordans because they can't work jobs, you know. So they sell, like, the Air Jordans the university gives them for a 1000 bucks or whatever, and then they get in trouble. Uh, but then we're dealing with something like domestic violence, mm-hmm. right? And their coach is getting suspended three games. Like, I don't – to me, there's, like, a lack of courage on the individual – on the level of the individual coach. There's also a lack of courage with the NCAA and these universities and the way that they behave. And I'm not saying if you think a guy didn't do it, like but, – but the thing is, is that we're not stupid. Like, the thing that bothers me most is don't insult my intelligence. I hate when individuals or institutions insult my intelligence. Like – the way that Urban Meyer talks about this, it's obvious he knows some things. And he, the way he speaks is, like, very ambiguous, right? Because otherwise, you would just come out and you would, you would lay it out, out, all out on the line and be like A, B, and C, right? And it would be done. But he doesn't do that. So we're all – and then did you see how he responded last night, right, where he sort of says, well, I'm sorry, we're in this situation. I go, wow, like – how at some point don't you have to take some sort of accountability if you're the head of the program? And where's the sympathy? There's there's just nothing sympathetic about him. He speaks like he was given yep. a teleprompter from a lawyer, yeah. and he's reading from the prompter. That's yeah. exactly what I, I. That's how I felt watching him speak. There's nothing honest about it. It was all pre-planned, rehearsed. Yeah, and that's the part that bothers me. Is like the lack of the lack of honesty, the lack of transparency, the lack of empathy, as you, as you were just mentioning, all of that bothers me. And big time, major Division One college football and basketball, I fear like those those organizations have gotten too big for their britches. You know, where it's just I think we're so far down the road from where we started with all this, and that's okay. Things grow and evolve, but. Like, it's gotten to a dangerous point, in my opinion, now, where the well-being of people is, is secondary, which just, like, that's, that's crazy to me. And we should probably be saying something about that. Why don't people learn, though, right? Like, you, say, you guys were talking about PEDs. Um, the guys yep. who just came out and accepted it and said, yep, I'm sorry, Jason Giambi, because top the, of the list. the reward's greater than the punishment. No, no, he no, just no. said it. The no, reward's no. greater. Not that they don't, not, why don't yeah. they not learn to not do it? Why don't they just learn that the cover-up is worse than the crime, right? Yeah. Look at the president at Maryland last week or whatever that just came out and took full yeah. responsibility for what happened to the football player who yeah. tragically died at, at practice or at training or whatever. Just came yeah. out and owned it. If you come out and own it, yeah. most people are going to be like, Okay, I, I I can understand that because we all make mistakes. It's the it's the cover up. Is it arrogance? Is it fear? Why do people not learn and just come out and own their mistakes? Uh, arrogance and fear are at the top of my list of theories. Absolutely, among some other things. Like it, it, to me, it's you, you get so, some of these folks get so much power that I think that they, even though it's irrational, if they were to really sit down and analyze this. They think that they can start to get away with anything. They think that they can, like, if you look at people in real positions of power, uh, not that everyone gets this way, but we're, we're all at risk for this if we're in positions of power. Like, we say jump, and everyone else says how high. And so when, when, when you have that for so long, you just feel like, I can lie about this stuff. I'll just lie, and nothing, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm, I'm impervious to any sort of penalty. And, and so I think... It's that idea of like being drunk with power. But you're right, James, in that 
if when people own something and not just do it in front of the cameras, but genuinely like say, I'm at fault here. I'm sorry. I want to do better. Like just in the world, when people behave that way, don't we gravitate towards those people? Don't we respect those people? Right. But when, when folks get drunk with power, it just seems like um, they start to have these fallacies of thinking where like literally I can do anything. I can get away with anything. I saw a press conference yesterday, and we'll leave it with this. Steve Keim, the GM of the Arizona Cardinals, who uh, was suspended by the team uh, after being arrested for a, a DUI, and his press conference was pretty heartfelt. It was very heartfelt. It was all him. Nothing written down, you know, nothing arranged. He took questions, and it just dawned on me that that's how you do it. That's how you do it. People yep. need to see you bleed a little. They need to see that. And he did so in front yeah. of a crowd, and it made all the difference in the world. Uh, doctor, thank you for a few minutes. Are you on, where are you on a train somewhere? <laughs> no, I'm downtown, man. Oh, I'm downtown, and I'm uh, yeah, I'm uh, a little bit behind schedule, oh. so well, I'm getting used to this new uh, early class. No, no, it's not your fault. Uh, mm. It's my uh, blame it on my babies. But I'll uh, no next week. I'll be back in a nice little field environment. So we'll be good to go with this new 9 o'clock time slot. Don't be such a tough grader on those young psychology students. They need all the help they can get, okay? <laughs> all right, Vic. Take I'll, care. I'll, I'll, tell them that, I'll tell them that you're on their side. Thank care, you. Fellas. Dr. Travis Heath, every Thursday on this show, always get a new perspective talking to the good doctor. No doubt. And and I I think, though, I think it's arrogance. I look at Urban Meyer yesterday, and I think it's just arrogance. He just comes across of like, how dare Anyone question me? Mm-hmm. I'm Urban Meyer. What, what, what does what does Nick Saban give off every time he speaks? Granted, but it's he's the same not, thing. He's not covering up things. Yeah, but 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 it's that same condescending. How dare you tell me we have no depth? How dare or we have depth? Roger Clemens, right? How mm-hmm. dare you question Lance how Armstrong I've won for years? Cy Young Award. Lance Armstrong even took it a step further. Andy Pettit didn't have the arrogance. Jason Giambi didn't have the arrogance. They just said they were sorry. The best answer he said, when people are drunk with power, they think they can get away with anything. That, that was a great it's 100% answer. It's true. so true in every facet but of it, life. Here's the thing, though. It's not everyone who has power. There are a lot yeah. of people in positions of power who aren't drunk with power. Who are good people, yeah. It's the drunk with power that look at it and go, how dare you question me? Look, you're human, dude. Yeah. You may have power, but you still make mistakes. What if, just own it. What if you're just drunk? <laughs> That's a whole different issue. Yeah. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Best sports talk all day long. Altitude 950. When powerful storms in late June damaged over a thousand vehicles at Johnson Auto Plaza, insurance adjusters ordered every vehicle sold, regardless of profit. It was game on. Hi, this is Alan Roach from My Car Guys at Johnson Auto Plaza with a hail liquidation update. Since the incredible storms hit, hundreds of hail damaged vehicles have been sold at Johnson's, saving buyers thousands on top of summer clearance event incentives. The response has been overwhelming. Hectic, that's for sure. But there's plenty more deeply discounted cars and trucks to sell. Some vehicles have already been repaired and still being offered with thousands of dollars off. Clearly marked with a yellow dot on the windshield. These are side-by-side with many vehicles that have not been repaired with even bigger discounts. The Johnson family is committed to doing what it takes to sell every new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler on their lot regardless of profit. Don't miss this special buying opportunity at Johnson's. You'll be amazed at the savings. Just north of E-470 on Highway 85. 
live. JohnsonAutoPlaza.com. Saturday on Altitude Sports, your Colorado Rapids return home to take on Rail Salt Lake in the Rocky Mountain Cup Decider. Coverage starts Saturday night at 6.30. Altitude Sports, your TV home of the Colorado Rapids. You've been injured in an accident. You think your insurance company is on your side. They're not. You need a legal game plan. Listen to the Bell and Pollock Legal Show Sunday morning at 7.30. Imagine an arts festival where all the art is $100 or less. The 7th Annual Affordable Arts Festival is this Sunday from 9 to 3 on the Arapahoe Community College campus in Littleton. 160 artists from Colorado and the country will sell their art for $100 or less, including several pieces originally priced at $3,000 or more. Plenty of free parking, so come early for the best deals. Admission is $10. Proceeds go to the ACC Foundation for Student Scholarships. For more information, go to AffordableArtsFestival.com. Looking for the ultimate guys weekend? Get to Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino in Santa Fe. Satisfy your appetite for championship golf, a great steak, and all the Vegas-style action you can handle. And girls, where should you go for the ultimate girls weekend? Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino in Santa Fe. Relax in a cabana at the pool, indulge in a spa day, and get all the Vegas-style action you can handle. Book your Best ever weekend getaway now at Buffalo Thunder. BuffaloThunderResort.com. Josh Dover here, and I wanted to ask you, do you have what it takes to be on TV or on the radio? How about online or a social media influencer? Maybe a YouTube star? The Colorado Media School produces their own original content every week, and they're looking for new talent to be the next stars of their original programs and shows. The Colorado Media School will be hosting casting calls for potential students to be featured in and work hands-on with their production and media professionals. Contact them now, 303-937-7070. It's 303-937-7070 to set up your casting call to become a media professional today. You can star in original programming airing on multiple platforms or start working on your own show right away. The Colorado Media School makes it easy with everything you need right there in the on-campus studios. What are you waiting for? The time to be a star is now. These casting calls can fill up fast, so don't hesitate to call 303-937-7070. That's 303-937-7070. The Colorado Media School, located in Lakewood. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Jokic looks in. Cross-court pass over to Gary Harris for the game winner. Yeah! G-Money knocked it down at the horn. And the Nuggets finally, finally win a game on the last shot. You know how this works. Be the third caller right now. 303-753-0950. Phone lines are hot. Third caller is in the running for these Nuggets tickets. 11 of the most exciting games of the season. We're going to give them away tomorrow on the show. On this here show tomorrow morning. Find out who the winner is. If you're the third caller right now and we have chosen the third caller, congratulations, Saul. You win today's running. You're in the running for these tickets tomorrow. Uh Fellas, something hit me as we were discussing the Urban Meyer situation with Dr. Travis Heath. Are we a bit hypocritical in this market? Because didn't the same, well, not as extensive, but the same type of situation present itself at CU? Where was all the heavy criticism and the uh, moral police and everything we're doing with it? Why weren't we doing it then locally? I'm curious. 
I think there was uh there was definitely criticism of it. There were people questioning the decision making. I think the difference is that didn't go on for years and years and years. And did Mike McIntyre lie about it when he was asked about it? He was never really asked about it formally. It's not like the Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer was asked about it at media day. I don't think McIntyre was ever asked about the Tumpkin stuff. I I don't recall one way or another. I would assume somebody who covers that team asked him about it. I would I would certainly think someone would. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't recall off the top of my head how that conversation went. Um, but a lot of this is is the lying portion of it. It's the brought him from college to college to college, staff to staff to staff. He's he's basically enabled this guy for years. That's that's the difference here. And look, the McIntyre situation, he handled it as he was supposed to in terms of turning it into the proper people at CU. The big mistake he made is when, and I'm blanking on the name of the defensive coordinator who left to go to Oregon before CU played in the Alamo Bowl. And he had to Levitt? Promote- Yes, thank you, Jim Levitt. He made double the money going to Oregon. Yeah. So heading into the bowl game, they had to make somebody the interim defensive coordinator. Mm -hmm. And given the fact that he had already turned in this information on Tumpkin into the administration, he he should have picked somebody else off of his staff to to move up to advance. That was a a a, a lapse of judgment. I would agree. But is that a fireable offense? I mean, it's it's the one thing though that and look, I think Urban Myers. Slimy. I think he's lying. I think he continues to lie. I think he's arrogant. The one thing that sort of bugs me about these situations is how, in a very gray world, people make everything very black and white. You either keep your job or you get fired. Like, really, should Mike McIntyre have been fired for that? Why should Urban Meyer? It's a it's a fair question. Mm-hmm. Now, is the is the punishment? Does it fit the crime here? Three non-conference games. That's, that's, I don't know. It's not even a punishment. So that's what people are upset about. But what is enough? You know, there's a little bit of bloodlust here for wanting people's heads to roll and people to lose their jobs and people to get fired. Like, okay, is that really well, the the proper? I have my own. I, I think the reason there's more bloodlust toward Meyer and the reason why we're more open to talk about it, number one, it's, it's a national program. It's almost as if, you know, if it happens, eh, Mike McIntyre, it's not a threat. It's not the hated Ohio State. It's not the Ohio State. There's something to that. The head coach at Alabama, Notre Dame, Texas, Ohio State. Without this happens to them. It's a national story. We want blood. People like to see those at the top of the mountain yes. fall. Yes, they and do. This yes. one made the NBC Nightly News. Joe Tumpkin never made the NBC okay, Nightly okay, News. Okay, but if this was the head coach of uh, Ohio Wesleyan. Wouldn't make the NBC Nightly News. We didn't even know who it is. Yeah. No, we wouldn't. Uh, so that's one part of it that I think is uh is concerning. I'm not saying Urban Meyer shouldn't be in trouble. But the I'm other not thing, saying he Mike, shouldn't have lost what, his what, job. What Mike McIntyre did though, he he followed he followed the proper protocol given to him by his authorities. Correct. He did what he was asked to do. The problem with the CU situation is they had to rewrite the protocol. They didn't have it in place on how to handle the situation. Correct. Urban Meyer blatantly lied. That's the, that's the major difference. Urban Meyer, did you hear about this? Erased his telephone, his text messages yes. from a year earlier. They're no longer there. So th- there's a lot of these things. Of There was a lapse in judgment heading into the Alamo Bowl for a one game who's going to be the interim defensive coordinator. Mike McIntyre made a colossally bad decision. It should not have been Tumpkin. I, I would never argue that it should be. But I guess I would ask the question, did Mike McIntyre lie? Did he cover anything up? Did he try and hide anything? I, I don't recall from the from the story ever coming across something that suggests that's what happened. 
from from everything I understand, as soon as he found out about it, he followed what protocol he knew and turned it into the proper authorities. I don't know what more you expect the guy to do. The other part of this, and, and the NFL is the king of this, it gets into trouble, is when leagues and schools start trying to be the second version of the court system, the second version of the police. But that's the danger of NCAA. I mean, the, the, the policing of, of oneself in the NCAA, this is where it becomes purely subjective. Some schools, fair or not, and you're going to argue with me on this. I, I can see it in your eyes right now. You don't know Some that. schools, programs, are much more self-policing than others. Without a doubt. Okay. And, uh, and here we go. Notre Dame, what you can get away with in Notre Dame academically, far less than you could at Ohio State. Fair? I, do, I don't disagree fair with not. that at all. That's completely fair. That's completely true. I, I, I'm with you on that. But he, here's an example. Let's make it local. Adam Gatsis, right? The situation he had when he was in college at Georgia Tech and the authorities in Atlanta decided yeah. not to press charges. The, should the Broncos do their own investigation or just let it go? Well, that's a good question because the NFL already has a team now that they're, they investigate everything. I know. The, the, the NFL, you may not know this, but the whole Aqib Talib thing, right? Remember when Aqib shot himself? Yes. And never faced any penalty or punishment? That was a year-long investigation by the NFL security team. Above and beyond what the Dallas police did. And I guess I would just look at that and say that's a colossal waste of time on the NFL's part. That's what the police and the district attorney, that's what they're there for. But what if, that's what if, what job. if the police miss something and it comes back to embarrass the team or the NFL? The police missed on Aaron, on Aaron Hernandez. They missed on that. Okay. They missed. And, but for years. The Patriots did too. They were with him every single day. Yeah, but who knows him better? The Patriots or the police? The Patriots. I just think it's a dangerous thing to go into where all of a sudden you turn into a, 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 a second police state. Yeah. Like it just, it, to me, it's a it's a waste of time, a waste of re- energy, and a waste of resources. Let's span the globe. There's a lot going on in the sports world. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. Let's span the globe. You have two minutes, Marty. Better make it good. Oh, boy. A, a quick span. Okay. Uh, the 2019 MLB schedule came out for some reason yesterday. Uh, a couple takeaways. <laughs> some, you're right, man. It's just like <laughs> out of the blue. Yeah. Like, it's like we know when, like, we can't wait for the NFL season. Yeah. We're always looking for, ah, MLB. Just win. For Whatever. next year. Yeah. We're still playing this year. They open in Miami. They do. 9.30 on a Wednesday. Sure. T- t- toss it out there. Yeah. Uh, Tulo returns to Coors Field. On June 1st, how will he be received if he actually plays? He hasn't played this year. How do you know he's not done? Well, he could be done, but imagine him coming back and starting. Is he going to get booed? You're not, you're not booed too. No, don't, don't be silly. If you boo too low, I, I have no, I have no idea why. If he's in the lineup and I'm at Coors Field, I will cheer too low. I'll stand up and give him a, give him a hearty clap. Okay. Chances are he won't be in the in the uh, in the lineup though. That's All right, right. They have, probably uh, have heavy legs. They have regular season games in Tokyo, London, and Mexico. The season opener is in Tokyo. The Red Sox and Yankees play in London in June, and there are six separate games in Mexico. You guys like this globalization? No. And Madagascar wasn't available. No, I don't like it at all. They're booked. New Delhi. And did you see the Rockies are headed to Mexico. Yeah, they're playing a preseason game in Mexico. Preseason, spring training. You know. Spring training, whatever. <laughs> Sorry. I, I'm fine with that, uh, with exhibition games being overseas and in other places and trying to... I, I don't like disrupting the regular season because I think it, it's a it's a disadvantage for the team to have to make those trips. 
It's silly to playing them a week before actual opening day yeah. and then, you know, take a few days off and the, the regular season already started. It's just odd. It made my, I did a list earlier in the, uh, in the spring or summer of 10 things that need to go away in sports. This was one of them. Yeah. I, it was when the, I think it was the Dodgers and the Diamondbacks or somebody played in Australia two weeks before the season was actually supposed to start. It was just silly. You're really cutting into Marty's time right now. Yeah. That uh, game in uh, Mexico will be at altitude, James. So. For the best for mm-hmm. the Rockies. Uh, Kyler Murray, you guys remember him? He was the uh, number nine draft pick in the MLB draft this year. He just got announced as the number one quarterback at Oklahoma. He'll be making $4.6 million this year. His head coach, Lincoln Riley, will be making $4.8 million this year. What a unique situation that is. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah. Why is it that baseball players are allowed to get paid and that you can't find other work and play college sports? Like, that was the old um, Jeremy Bloom case remember that mm-hmm. he was not allowed to receive any skiing endorsements well okay but it's a pretty it's a pretty simple thing if you really think about it it's harder to be corrupt about it right it'd be easy to say oh we're gonna hire this guy to be the endorser for joe's mercedes-benz and you're paying him you just you're just money under the table you're not gonna sign a guy to a minor league contract to get him to go to oklahoma and play football there's less chance for corruption Corruption exists now. Corruption will exist no matter what. I get it, but you can't just you can't just go. Well, then let's make. But it's like the gambling. It's like the gambling thing. Why make gambling legal? Oh, it's gonna be corrupt. The teams. You don't think there's corruption now? No, there are. But you you gotta have some rules. You just are you proposing anarchy? Yeah. Uh All right, and that'll do it. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks for giving me a couple seconds. Sorry, I think I talked more during that segment than you did. I believe so, yes. Marty O and his spanning the globe. Up next, we're going to discuss the CSU football ventures. They play, they open the season against Hawaii this Saturday in Fort Collins. Aaron Taylor is going to call that game for CBS Sports Network. He's next. Mosier. Case Keenum and company, they need to get into a flow. I want to see Case Keenum throw a touchdown pass on Friday night. Uh, check my flow. Uh. The Mose. But he's a starting quarterback. He's your $36 million man. I want to see him put it in the end zone through the air. That's what I want. Because he's going to play a lot. That's what I want. I want to see some consistent drives out of that offense. That's what I want. Mark Mosier. Weekdays 1 to 3 on Altitude 950. Get power to spare with a Honda generator, and you'll never be left in the dark again. Honda puts clean, economical, portable power when and where it's needed most, when you least expect it. Honda generators all have easy-starting, dependable Honda engines to keep the power going. Get turned on to a Honda generator from Sun Honda in Thornton, and enjoy for home or play. Visit sunent.com. Are you in for 90? The Colorado Rapids take on Rail Salt Lake on August 25th at 7 p.m. Starting at just $29, receive a ticket to the game, a 90-shilling beer, and a Rapids t-shirt courtesy of Odell Brewing. ColoradoRapids.com. Thanks, 811, for keeping me safe while I planted a new garden. Remember to click or call 811 before you begin any outdoor project that requires digging. Sponsored by Colorado 811, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. Hey, it's Mark Mosher for Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th, and right now, they're overstocked and need to clear out the lot. Buy a vehicle from them this weekend, and they will pay off your trade. Get up to $10,000 off MSRP on a brand new 2018 Titan, just like I did. I-25 to 104th, online at LHM Nissan 104. Driven by you. Stock number DN1691, last date of NJN51699, MSRP46850, sale price 36850 Dealer retains all rebates, OAC plus tax title license, and includes 599 dealer handling fee, offer NC3118. 
I love your new floors. Aren't they gorgeous? We need to get something new. Simply Floors. Simply Floors? A Simply Floors flooring design consultant came over with samples to show us what our new floor would look like in here. She was great. She came here? Much better than the big box store. You can really see what your new floor looks like in your house. But it's expensive. Not at all. Simply Floors prices are just as low. In fact, we looked at something that was actually less expensive. Simply Floors was less expensive than the big box? We were floored. (laughs) Funny. We do everything we can to make shopping for flooring and carpet simple. This is Buddy Mitchell with Simply Floors. Our goal is to help you find a beautiful, durable floor that fits your lifestyle and budget, whether it's carpet or hard surface. Our design consultants come to your home with our samples. Our prices are competitive. Check out our website at simplyfloorsinc.com and schedule your in-home consultation. That's simplyfloorsinc.com, where we make buying a floor simple and stress-free. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. And Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. College football! It's here. Kicks off this weekend. CSU hosting Hawaii up at Canvas Stadium. 5.30 5.30 kickoff. You can watch it on CBS Sports Network. And calling that game is our guest on the hotline right now, Aaron Taylor, who joins us for a few minutes this morning. Aaron, how are you, my man? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing? Very good. Appreciate a few minutes. First of all, is there going to be a game? Is Hawaii here? There's a there's a, a hurricane bearing down on the island. Have they made it out? Yeah, I, I, we're, we're anticipating them making it out and being able to get to the game, certainly. But our, our thoughts go out to the families. That's certainly a distraction for this team. It took a left turn a couple of days ago, and we spoke with the coaching staff on Tuesday. They didn't anticipate any problems for them, but there were some current concerns about their family members and friends that were staying behind. So uh, heading into this game, we thought that both teams were going to have their fair share of adversity. Hawaii with weather and Colorado State with their head coach, but lucky to see that for the Rams fans, Mike Bobo is going to be on the sidelines to return to practice yesterday yeah bobo was at practice he had the uh, issues with his feet that's always scary right i mean uh, those of us who are middle-aged and all of a sudden things parts of the body start going numb you start wondering what's going on they identify what it was but still how do you how's he going to coach the game have you talked to anybody at csu is he going to be on the sideline yeah, that that's yet to be determined. I think they're still figuring that out based on what his needs are. We'll have our meetings with them tomorrow afternoon, so we'll get final confirmation there. So, unfortunately, I don't have that information yet, but we certainly will before Kick and Carter and I and John Shriffin will be happy to share that with the fans. Colorado State is lucky to have their head coach back. You can't understate how challenging that can be to have your head man not be there, not just from – and X is a no standpoint, and we know that Mike Bobo is a really efficient play caller, but from a leadership and a messaging standpoint. What many fans don't understand is that after practice every day, you come together in the middle of the field, and there's a 10- to 15-minute dissertation, if you will, or programming or messaging that 
comes directly from the head coach that covers everything from academics and lifting to mindset and getting ready for the game and challenging the players. So that tone and that voice and that message ideally needs to stay consistent. So with him gone, most of camp, that didn't happen. The coordinators were going to, you know, happily step up and take over there. But luckily for them, they get their head man back. Certainly a distraction, but ultimately in the end, I think Mike Bobo's absence and return, the way that it is during game week, is actually going to help Colorado State on Saturday. Hawaii head coach uh, Nick Rolovich, uh, name uh, means a couple things to me. First of all, he, he was their quarterback not too long ago and sort of a record-breaking quarterback. I think he had a cup of coffee with the Broncos, too. I think he was in a Broncos training camp. That's how I remember here locally. What kind of team will he present? Is this going to be one of those high-scoring, throw-it-every-time type of offenses? Well, it's interesting. I think a lot like Colorado State that lost three of the best players offensively in the history of the school. Hawaii missed some players last year as well, uh, most notably Diosmi St. Just, who rushed for, you know, 1,500-plus yards. Drew Brown had two seasons there, was a magnificent quarterback, in my opinion, and really developing and made some beautiful throws in that game when I turned the tape on the summer and started watching last year's contest. Unfortunately, he transfers – to Colorado State. So what Nick Rolovich told us in our call was that this was one of the most challenging off-seasons he's ever had. And uh, aside from Drew Brown transferring, there were some other off-the-field things, but they navigated it and they weathered the storm. There was a complete overall on defense, six new coaches on that side of the ball. There were some challenges internally and externally on the field where they needed to make some changes there. So they've made those changes. I asked him what he likes most about this team, and he said their tenacity, their want to, the way that they've showed up and their attitude. Now, what's that going to mean with a young offensive line and a largely new defensive line and some new skill players and a brand-new offense and the run-and-shoot? Who knows? But I think from a personnel standpoint and a leadership standpoint, Nick Rolovich is going to be really happy with what he rolls out on Saturday. I just can't wait for college football. I know you guys can't either. Um, what do you have after this week? How many games? Are you in a game every weekend, Aaron? We do do a game yeah. every weekend. CBS Sports Network is basically the home of Colorado State during the first three weeks. So we have... Uh, their game against Colorado next week. And oh, we you got that one out. too. Nice. Yeah, we got that one as well. And then the Arkansas game the week after. So we'll, uh, we'll have to jump back on the, uh, on the phone here and have some conversations as these weeks go on. But I'm really interested to see what Colorado State does. Certainly losing Nick Stevens, Dalen Dawkins, Michael Gallup, who's already flashing in the NFL early in the preseason. It's hard to replace that. Mm-hmm. And when you consider what that offense did last year, it was nothing short of miraculous. Colorado State had to replace most of their stars from last season, but when you consider what they did against Alabama, it was outstanding. It was the most points and yards that Alabama had allowed in a game at home the past two seasons. So understating the loss of those offensive stars, given what they did on the road to Tuscaloosa to the eventual national champions, is is not to be understated or, or to be overlooked, if you will, but I think Mike Bobo has proven that he is a good coach. He can win seven games. I think getting back to seven, given the replacements this year, would be a, a crowning achievement, actually be a positive thing. I think the difference for this team this year, they've got to get to that bowl game and win it. They've mm. had four straight losses, and that's just not the taste you want in your mouth going into the offseason. So if Ram fans want to see progress, be happy with seven wins. 
but expect and hope to see a, a bowl win at the end of the season. That's interesting because seven is the number they want to avoid from some of the players talking. They're sick of just winning seven. It's going to take a lot more, though. They lost some games last year, Aaron, that they were winning late and just fell down. And Boise State comes to mind. There's some games where yeah. they had in hand and couldn't hold on. Um, when you have to reshape your offense the way CSU has to do, do you think they go more conservative? I mean, do you think they go the same Mike Bobo approach? What do they do offensively with all these new players, with the new quarterback? Well, yeah, they're a run-based offense, so it's all going to start up front. Unfortunately, they were, you know, replacing up to four starters on that offensive line, and that was quietly one of the better offensive line units in the country, in my opinion, uh, a year ago. I was really impressed with what they were able to do. So getting those guys going and, and seeing what they can do up front, I think, is largely going to determine what it is they're going to be able to do. Certainly, the Washington transfer in K.J. Carter-Samuels, he's a proficient, experienced quarterback. He's an upperclassman. Doesn't have a ton of game experience, but he has been in the, the mix when things have been moving fast. So that's going to help him transition, certainly in a week zero game like we're going to have on Saturday. But again, I think the big loss is Dalen Dawkins, Michael Gallup. There's some young, good receivers on this team, but Izzy Matthews is more of a thumper type of a running back. So the explosion we saw in the run game, I'm interested to see if they can replace that because Izzy Matthews is a four yards in a cloud of dust type of guy. He can break some runs. He doesn't have that breakaway speed, but he's got incredible vision and patience for a big runner. Usually big dudes just like to smack it up in there. So he's got some sweet light feet like a twinkle toes, like mm-hmm. a Dalen Dawkins, but he runs behind his pads, so to speak, which means he runs physically. So the run game and how that emerged, I think, is going to determine more than anything, almost even more so than who's the signal caller. Wait till you see that new stadium. It is sweet. I don't know if you called a game there last year, but it is nice. You did. Oh, okay, so you know what I'm talking about. That changes everything for a program. No question. It's the gold standard of the group of five stadiums, in my opinion. They did an unbelievable job building that stadium. It sits on campus. It looks impressive. It's got a big feel and look. And it is. It's a big-time stadium. We we were in there, and it was Rick Neuheisel and Carter Blackburn and myself, and we were all just blown away at, at the facilities and the quality of the upgrades. And it's largely played a role in how good recruiting has gone the last few years for Mike Bobo. He's been well in the upper half of recruiting, a lot of times just behind Boise, including this past year. So the talent is coming, and that's the, the nature of this beast, man. It's the arms race in college football, and the machine must roll on. Mm. So that was a critical piece to Colorado State being able to push Boise State to win the, the mountain on a consistent basis. Well, Aaron, good to know that you're going to be calling the Rocky Mountain Showdown the week following because I got a big weekend of college football for myself personally. I'll be going to that game and then early Saturday morning hopping a plane to the bend. Soren Hall, 1991. I'm watching Notre Dame, Michigan, by the way, bro. I ain't missing that. <laughs> I love it, man. I've had probably more ticket requests for that game than, than I have in quite some time. And I'll tell you what, that game is going to determine a lot, not only nationally, but the trajectory of those programs. And for both coaches, I think, who are admittedly uh, seats are not necessarily hot, but warming up. And mm-hmm. I think the loser of that game is going to have a hell of a time climbing up out of that hole. Notre Dame certainly got the schedule to be able to do that. But if Michigan loses that game, there's going to be a lot of heat and fire getting thrown Jim Harbaugh's way. So what's interesting to me is the one thing that Harbaugh 
has kind of hung his hat on has been good offensive line play and developing quarterbacks. It's what he did at Stanford. It's what he did at the 49ers. But that's been the one element he hasn't been able to do at Michigan. So with Shea Patterson, the transfer from Ole Miss coming over, who's a very dynamic quarterback if he can stay healthy, with the defense that they have returning, I think a, an angel could have fallen out of the sky for Harbaugh. If he can't get it done this year, I don't know what it needs to look like for him to be able to, but my money's still on the Irish. I think their defense is good but not great, but it's deep, and that's going to help them. The development early of the offensive line and, of course, Brandon Winbush, if he can kind of play more consistent and grow into the passing game and they can stay balanced, uh, which was a challenge for them a year ago because they were so proficiently uh, so proficient running the ball, I think they're going to be okay. At the end of the day, man, it's a night game at home. I played that game 25 years ago underneath the lights. I think the Irish get it in a 13-10 a to 10 type game. They better because I've invested a lot of money in this journey. Hey, uh, by the way, your young protege, Ryan Harris, a fellow Notre Dame uh, offensive lineman, he works with us here at Altitude 950. I know he does, man. And and I met Ryan, shoot, when he was a sophomore or junior on campus, and we did a story about him being Muslim. Uh, on, at the University of Notre Dame, you know, the most prestigious sure. Catholic institution in, in the country. And we've stayed friends, and I've been a mentor to him of sorts. It's been fun to watch him grow up and play as long as he did. We've had some transition talks about how hard it is when you've always been what you've always done. When you go into the real world, what's next? We, we're not very equipped to be able to navigate some of those things. So he and I met when I would come to Colorado and call games a couple times, and he was nice enough to buy me breakfast. But we've stayed in touch over the years and got a lot of respect for Ryan, and he's going to be a, a quick rising star in this business with his work ethic and just who he is, man. Talking to Mike Munchak over the summer, you know, Ryan played for the Steelers, and Mike loved him as a player. Unfortunately, Ryan got banged up and had some fluky stuff, but wherever he goes, he's very well respected and highly thought of, and that includes myself. Aaron, thanks for the time, my man. Have fun in Fort Collins this weekend. Looking forward to your call. Sounds good. Go Irish. There you go. Aaron Taylor, Domer. Did you tell he was a Domer? I, I could certainly tell. Can you tell when one is a Domer? Uh, yeah, I think you can. Uh, you know what? And I'm not saying this just because you're sitting across from me. Domers tend to be a uh, talkative, a talkative, uh, intelligent group, passionate. Yeah, all those things apply. No, I, we, I think it's a lot of positives that uh, can be attached. to When donors. we come back, the Rockies game is not going to be broadcast locally. It will be on MLB TV. But I have a solution. It's a simple solution. You want to watch the Rockies play today? You want to watch on your phone? Tune in when we come back after this timeout. I got the answer. Injured and confused? Confused about your injuries? Confused about the insurance company? Confused about which attorney to hire? So let's talk about attorneys. Let's get real clear on attorneys. I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. You get to choose your attorney. So how do you choose? Experience? Yes. Handles only injury cases? Yes. Someone the insurance company knows? Yes. And respects? Of course. Attorneys who have been very successful representing their clients? Yes. Attorneys who don't deal in a hodgepodge of everything? Only injury cases? Mandatory. Attorneys who know all the tricks of the insurance company? Absolutely. Welcome to the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We do injury cases. We're known as the champions of the people. For a reason, we champion people's causes and legal cases. Our website is championsofthepeople.com. For a reason. The reason is you. Come to championsofthepeople.com and see what that choice can do for you. Life has choices. Make your choice count. Championsofthepeople.com. There really isn't any other choice. 
One in seven American men will be diagnosed with prostate cancer. Hey, it's Mark Mosher. For the ninth year, the Blue Shoe Run is raising money for prostate cancer research. So come run, walk around Bronco Stadium on September 8th, and fight prostate cancer. Family and pet friendly and a free after party. Donations benefit cancer research through the TUCC Foundation and the American Cancer Society. Register or donate at theblueshoerun.com. I know it sounds funny, but if you like to go big, then you need to think mini, like Shop Mini. Make the 2019 Mini Countryman Hybrid your new car. With more room to fit more friends, more style, and more British refinements, you will be completely fulfilled in the go big category. Because it's a hybrid, the Countryman will get you big miles for less, and you'll also get all the tax credits on top of the already great Shop Best price. So, if you want to go big, and trust me, you do, see what the Countryman Hybrid is all about at shopmini.com. Imagine an arts festival where all the art is $100 or less. The 7th Annual Affordable Arts Festival is this Sunday from 9 to 3 on the Arapahoe Community College campus in Littleton. 160 artists from Colorado and the country will sell their art for $100 or less, including several pieces originally priced at $3,000 or more. Plenty of free parking, so come early for the best deals. Admission is $10. Proceeds go to the ACC Foundation for Student Scholarships. For more information, go to Affordable Arts Festival Are you tired of waking up and going to a job you hate? Most people spend their entire lives doing that. This doesn't have to be you. Look at me. I get paid to talk about sports on the radio. I love my job. I get to meet athletes, cover games, create content, and make a change in the community. If you want to do what I do, listen up. Colorado Media School offers an eight-month course where you'll learn all aspects of radio and television. Whether you want to be a radio or TV host, YouTube content creator, drone operator, board operator, promotions director, social media manager, You name it. If it has to do with media, the Colorado Media School will teach you and help you find a job once you graduate. Call 303-937-7070. That's 303-937-7070. Colorado Media School offers financial aid for those who qualify, and you can graduate in just eight months. You can be working on air like me in less than a year. Call Colorado Media School now because classes fill fast. 303-937-7070. 303-937-7070. And tell them Josh Dover sent you. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Rockies and Padres day game at Coors Field, and I have an idea, okay? The game is not going to be broadcast locally. If you have MLB TV, that package, you'll be able to see it fine. But if you don't, well, I have the answer. If you're going to the game today, HW's there right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's in route. You're going to the game, correct? I'm, I'm thinking about it. I may be going to the game. We'll find out shortly. If you're going to the game, I want you to do me a favor. Take out your cell phone and periscope the action. The entire game? Or as much as you can. Maybe inning by inning. Cause you'll, you'll probably be taken down by MLB. I was going to say, I think this is illegal. Yeah, it's a copyright issue. Yeah. But maybe an inning, half an inning. And I want you to I want you to periscope it with your buddies in Bob Menery style. What if at anything the, goes? What if at the end of every inning you came on and periscoped yourself giving a quick recap? I like that. In Bob Menery style. Of what I like happened? it. Send me your videos today. Send me whatever you get. I will assemble them and I will give them to the public as a courtesy. You will put out the game broadcast yes. today. Your version. Okay. I, I think the recap at the end of every inning is the way to go. I, I can't think of anything better if you can't watch a game live 
to get recap, whatever. If if you see something happen in the stands, whatever, send me a video from Coors Field. Okay. We'll see it's how my only get. access. I know. We got no shot. Now, I can't watch it otherwise. I want to go to the game because Matt Holiday is expected to start today. See, this is the part of it I'm not liking, Vic. Why? I don't mind him as a bat off the bench. But you think it's too soon? Do I really want him starting in left field over Dahl or Para? No, I don't. Too I, soon. I, I, he's not a good fielder. He's a he's an adventure in left. He is. You and want him strictly as a pinch hitter. He was an adventure 11 years ago in left yeah. field. Yeah. So if he's a pinch hitter coming off the, the, the bench late in games, Jason Giambi style, great. I think this move has the chance to be really successful. I think when you're starting him in left field, his first game back, you're making that decision for nostalgia reasons, not for, hey, we need to win this game and, and win the series against San Diego. Mm-hmm. I think that's a mistake. I want to go to the game, but I have a, a dilemma, an issue. Okay. What's that? My 12-year-old has informed me that she's homesick from school. Oh. My wife and my other daughter are getting ready for college in another city. So you just left this morning and left your 12-year-old daughter at home alone? That's how we do it. Okay. I'm just making sure I understand she how goes the morning to, went. She goes to school with our neighbor. Okay. So picks her up. That was the plan. She's responsible enough to get up get ready for school? Oh, she's the second most mature person in our family. So it's Terry uh, and her? So now my my mom had to go pick her up because she's sick. I, I need to get permission to go to the game. Let me see what she said. Can we call that number, please? I'm going to call my daughter very quickly. This will be a very quick conversation. See if she minds if I go to the Rockies game. Because usually they're very uh, clingy when they're sick. They want stuff. Yes. Needy. Fever of 102, apparently. Is that bad? It's not good. What's normal? 98.6. Hello? Hi, honey. Hey, Dad. How do you feel? Better. I'm at Nona's. You're at Nona's? Did she take your temperature? I did. Uh, we just got to know this. I think you sound pretty good. Why didn't you go to school? I my throat still hurts. So my throat hurts too. Nona didn't want me to. Oh, I see. You just want to miss school. Dad, if you're gonna bring me on a radio show, don't diss me. <laughs> okay. Um, can I ask you a question? What? I want to go to the Rockies game today, which would mean that I'm going to be gone for most of the afternoon. Is that okay with you? No. Why? You can miss school? I, this is my job. Because why? <sighs> Let's just end this conversation, Jesse. Hang up on her, please. I don't need this. I did like that she said, don't put me on your radio show and then diss me. See, they want it both ways. She that wants to be so home good. sick. She wants me home sick, but she don't, she wants me there with her. I well, lose. That's sweet. That's not sweet. Dude, I in, lose. In six years, you're going to be wishing you had somebody to go home and take care of when they're sick. It's going to go by fast. A great stat provided by Taylor McGregor. Do you realize that with the addition of Matt Holiday on this current Rockies roster, there are four players who have won a National League batting title? Can you name them? DJ LeMahieu, Charlie Blackman, Matt Holliday. Uh, who else has won a batting title? Carlos Gonzalez. Cargo, yeah. Four guys on one roster that have won a National League batting title. 
When you watch Cargo face lefties, it's amazing to me that he won a batting. Time. I know because it looks like he's just swinging <laughs> yes. blindly at times. No, no shot. Sometimes it looks like, whoa, that that ball's way out of the zone. How did he win a batting title? Oh, uh, but he's been clutch of late. I can tell you that much. No, he's great. great, great addition, actually. Great. Now I got my. Oh, great. See, see how these. Get, now she, your mom's calling you. No, now my wife is. <laughs> see how this works. Uh, See who the bad guy is in this stuff? Not gonna turn out you, good you know how it works, right? All right, Marty, tell us what we did wrong, please. Marty monitors the mistakes. Oh, sorry. That's not right. In today's Fact Checker. Presented by Ken's Auto Service. For all your auto repairs and vehicle maintenance needs. Ken's Auto Service. A full-service preventative maintenance and auto repair center in Aurora. More info at kensautoserviceinc.com. All right, I'm a little afraid to do this one because it's a little nitpicky and it has to do with James, but we're going to go for it anyway. <laughs> Fear right. the nitpicky. Yeah, let's hear the clip. Steve Kerr missed the first 25 yeah. games of the season yeah. and the Warriors didn't lose a game. Yeah, you know. Okay, this is going to be, it was, right. what was it, 23 and they were 22 and 1 or what was the no, actual 18. number? He missed 43 oh, games. Oh, wow. Luke Walton went 39 and 4. So a couple, a couple things wrong there. He lost four times. Okay. I think the premise was yeah. still correct, but okay. point, point still made. You're, you're right. We like to get the details right over here. Yeah. I Vic was being very defensive about his list today. Let's hear this. <laughs> Remember with this list, this list is the greatest role players. Again, this is my list. Well, I know, but this is my list. And this is my perspective. See, again, you have to respect my perspective here. The definition is mine, <laughs> we, not we, yours. We've established it's your list. <laughs> yeah, so not at you at that list. I mean, no, that's my list. Still got a lot of people on the text line just jumping all over me. That, that was probably the most controversial list of all lists we've had. Definitely right. got the most people. Upset. Hey, uh, Tim in Applewood says, Vic, you brought your daughter to tears on the air. That was the most cringeworthy <laughs> bit I've ever heard. Not cool. If you think my daughter's crying, you don't know my daughter. She's laughing. Tears? Yeah, she was dude, not crying. Dude, you, uh, your daughter must be different than mine. Sounds like there was a lot of eye rolling going yeah, on. Yeah, kind of yeah, yeah, very much so. Not tears, trust me. If you're gonna bring me in a radio show, don't diss me. Yeah, that just sounds like a crying girl there. <laughs> All right, and last one, we have uh, Vic messing up a matchup this weekend. Let's hear. And then at 9.30, CBS Sports Network's Aaron Taylor, he'll be calling the CSU-Wyoming game. Jeez. That's very impressive. CSU plays at 5.30, then Wyoming <laughs> plays New Mexico State at 8.30. That's going to be a busy day for Aaron. Eh, Hawaii, Wyoming, what's the difference? Yeah, the close same, enough. Same climate, same thing, basically. <laughs> they both have a W in them. <laughs> Who has the bigger population? Wyoming or Hawaii? Yeah, that's a great question. I'm going to say Hawaii. So am I. I'm going to say yeah. Hawaii. Look that up, please, at some point. All right, and that's it. I'll, I'll get you the population. <laughs> it has to be Hawaii. Yeah. I, I mean, the big island alone. Hawaii. All right, calm down with your enunciation. <laughs> I was wondering how many times you're going to let me say calm it. down. I, you know, even the way they spell it, like in the Little League World Series, uh, yeah. and they put the apostrophe I will not between do that. the eyes. I refuse. All right, let's just calm down. It's a six-letter word. It doesn't have an apostrophe. Yeah, I don't need them. What is it? Yeah, Wyoming doubles them up. They got 1.4, or uh, Hawaii doubles yeah. them up. It's 1.4 to 500,000. Where is everybody in Wyoming? Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Not to be fact checker on you. But from 500,000 to 1.4 million is almost yeah, three times. Three times. Way to go, Marty. Okay. So I'm there right. are, wait, there are only 500,000 residents of the state of Wyoming. It's the smallest state in terms of population in the union. It's actually behind the District of Columbia and Puerto Rico. So it's the 52nd most populated U.S. territory. You've got to be kidding me on this. No. no. Do they not want to live there? Have you driven through Wyoming? 
Yeah, I've been away. I was in Sheridan. It's beautiful last. I was there last year. Yeah, beautiful. you were there in the summer. It's really beautiful for about three months a year, and then you take out oh. the days the wind doesn't blow. It's stunning. And it's to me. beautiful for seven hours a year. Jesse, fire up, please. What is our finale? This is the fired up finale. Here's what's got us fired up today. By the way, I was not going to interrupt the sugar fix too Again? much. But Patrick Saunders is now reporting that Matt Holiday is starting today for the Rockets. Oh, my goodness. Starting in left field. Starting? You are overly excited about this Matt Holiday thing. I think I've changed my tune. I don't like walking down memory lane. You can cross the same r- river. It's never the same water. This is not going to end well. <laughs> Succinct, clear. So, it included a Confucius saying. So I mean, that's how you win that. You're not a Matt Holiday guy. I, I do agree with your perspective. I love the idea of Matt Holiday's bat being in the lineup, but I'm not sure why you have to start him. It, you're starting him for nostalgia reasons, mm-hmm. and I think it's, there, there's one legitimate reason you could start him. And this is probably going to be Bud Black's argument. That, hey, we want him to get as many at-bats as he can here quickly, so starting is a way to get him four at-bats today. Okay, mm-hmm. I could maybe buy that. But, uh, yeah, I, I think this is, uh, nostalgia run amok. Remember, if you're going to the Rockies game today, send me your videos. I need play by play. I need information. I want to follow the game if I can't watch the game, especially if I'm stuck at home with a sick daughter. Thanks for listening. Vic Lombardi Show. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up on Saturday night, the Rapids are back at Dick's Sporting Edge Park to take on Real Salt Lake. Kickoffs at 7 o'clock with Connor Cape on the call. Altitude 950, rewind. I know days are going to happen like that where things aren't going to be crisp and they're not going to be that great, but you still got to find a way to win and keep your team in the ball game. At that area of the game, I feel like I've gotten a lot better at it. It comes in a lot of different ways with Ian. Today, the big, you know, clutch double uh, that stretched the lead. You know, the base hit late that the stolen base, pop up, go to third, score on a sack fly. I want to contribute not just defensively, and I want to do it offensively too. And it's been frustrating, but today, you know, I was there for the team and put together some good at bats, and uh, a lot of our guys did a great job tonight. Sports Station, Altitude 950. Live from the Altitude 950 studios. Scott Hastings, Julie Brownman, Hastings and Brownman starts now. Your construction smells of corruption. I manipulate to recreate. This air to go around saga. Gotta launder my trauma, 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 trauma. Oh, there we go. All you do is a couple slams on the old table and the headphones start back to work. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. It's Scott and Julie here on Altitude 950, 1002 here on the morning Altitude 950.